Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuning in to the Hockey Tank Podcast. This is Sunday, October 31st. Happy Halloween 2021 in surprisingly sunny Newfoundland, Labrador, Canada. My name is Trevor Blackler, and as always, I'm joined today with the electrifying and elegant Stephen Hale. What's up, man? Not much, buddy. Uh, excited to hand out some treats tonight, and hopefully not too many, so I can keep uh, most of it for myself. How about you? Yes, How are sir. you? That's all you can hope for, man. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you dressed up as today? Oh, I'm a tiger today. I don't know if you can tell. You know, we got little ears and the nose. What are you yeah, like? Um, look good. Uh, I'm Dog the Bounty Hunter today. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh, I thought you were a rock kinda... star. No, no, no rock star. No music here. Just um, okay. Just catching bad guys. I used to watch him when I was a kid. Actually, before I went to school, he'd come on TV. So like most kids would watch like cartoons or sports center but i'll be watching dog the bounty hunter before i go to school in the morning i used to watch spongebob before school they always used to oh, have yeah. two episodes before school i used to tune oh, yeah. into those and, uh, but anyway we're getting uh we're getting off uh, <laughs> topic here again. already <laughs> uh today on the pod we'll go over the past week's news in the hockey world and uh, the past two weeks because if you uh loyal listeners didn't know we uh we skipped a week me and steve had uh some midterms and that we had to uh crunch out so we're sorry for that but we're back this week um we'll also go have another edition of nhl newfie the week and we'll end the show off with some quick lightning questions about each team in the league are you ready to go steve yes sir take it away all right let's get into the news uh this is the last two weeks news so we'll just go over the biggest news for the most part so russia is involving ex-players uh for their olympics management team something we haven't seen before um of these players we have kovalchuk zhamnov Ganchar and Nabakov. What do you think of this move? I think that's cool. Isn't um, Kovalchuk the actual general manager? I think so. Or assistant general manager. I don't think he's uh, yeah. the top guy. That's but... pretty cool. He's probably yeah, going to. I think it's cool too. To, they're going to uh, move into management players. roles, anyways. So just as well to put him in the Olympic management role. Yeah, exactly. I think it's cool because, like, for the most part, GMs in that are more business, unless you're like Joe Sackick or Steve Eisenman, and they don't mm-hmm. really get the game like they haven't like really played to the highest level and like actually been a superstar so yeah they understand what it takes so exactly they can probably pick out a lot of players too like that you know because they've been on the ice with certain guys so they can probably tell you know who's gonna make it and stuff yeah but that brings up the topic of like bias so do you think like say kolvachuk is just going to be picking russian players that he likes or that are actually good fits for the team yeah that's true i never thought about that there's yeah, probably it, there's I feel like there's bias with every general manager though. That's true, yeah. Yeah, 100 percent Like Lou out in the island always just brings in players that he likes from like New Jersey or Toronto, not necessarily. Yeah, but like, when he when he went to New York from Toronto, it was like he, he got Kamarov, Matt Martin, like right away. Like two guys yeah, that he exactly. knew. Exactly. And look who's there now from uh he picked up um Zajac from New Jersey and he also yeah, picked up and pa- uh, Palmieri. Yeah, Palmieri. Yeah, he, so. he likes players he's familiar with, and you can't blame him. Those are I guess that's like anyone, though. I guess if you're a player or business-minded, you're going to do that anyway. Just pick up players that you like or yeah. that you think play well. So mm-hmm. uh, There's a lot of things to consider, but, yeah, great move, I think, just to bring yeah. in. Oh, nice. Uh, Max Domi is out two to four weeks with a fractured rib. Not good, so man. That- he was having a good start to the season. I think he only played several games, but he was on – 
he was on pretty like far pretty much for the first yeah few games. i think he only played three great games which kind of sucks and columbus was doing good those three games too yeah i think he's gonna have a good year man but uh same time i think he kind of wants to get out of columbus yeah uh, i feel like he still wants to play in a big hockey market yeah um, i think he'd, he would do better there because i think like some players in those situations just play way better than if they were in Arizona or just some dog shit place. So, yeah, he played really good in uh, London when he was uh, in junior. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe the least. And then he went to uh, Arizona and couldn't get it going. And then he went yeah. to Montreal and had amazing year, seventy something points, I think. In Montreal. Yeah, his first year he had seventy two points, I think. Holy shit! Yeah, and then I he kind of just fell that. off. He had one bad year, and then Bergman was like, "Yeah, we'll trade you for Anderson." So. <laughs> Bergevin doing Bergevin things. Yeah. Um, Vander Kane was suspended 21 games for using a fake COVID vaccination card. Uh, this is a this is a weird one. At first, I thought it was kind of just like, uh, oh, isn't that a coincidence? You know, he's, uh, you know, uh, under all this pressure from the league and stuff <laughs> for gambling on games, being pretty much just a shitbag to his ex-woman yeah. and everything <laughs> yeah. like that. And then, uh, oh, he suspended 21 games. So I thought that was weird, but. Yeah, it's, well, I can uh, probably make the joke. I can probably make the joke I made a couple episodes ago when we were talking about Arizona. It's like, what can they fuck up? They'll scratch something else off the board. So Evander Kane's probably just sitting home with this big old, big ass whiteboard, and he's like, "What else can I do to piss people off?" Hey, I'll fake COVID. That's one. That's a good one. Nobody's done that yet. I'll do that, and they scratch it off the board. Yeah, man, it seems like it. Fuck, he's got. He just can't chill out, man. He just can't chill out, man. Like, just get your <laughs> vaccine. Just like. Sit home, be a decent human being. Don't bet a million dollars. Just, just chill out. <laughs> watch a movie yeah. or something. Somebody needs to get him like a Netflix account or something. If you don't have one, just chill out. <laughs> watch a couple of movies. Yeah, uh, just he's up to no good always. Yeah, I know he's always up to something by that Evander Kane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Last year too, it came out the news that uh, he was bankrupt. So. He was like $27 million in debt or something after his contract. It was nuts. So. If I was making that money, man, I'd be – I wouldn't be nowhere near $27 million in debt. I could promise you that. Yeah, same. Yeah, I guess when knew, you get uh, young, taking too. out of Vander Kane would be uh, the secret to San Jose having a good season. Yeah, they're so, doing good, man. Like, they yeah. – and I had we'll them low in the power rankings in our last episode, so I feel like if we have another power, power rankings before Christmas, they're going to probably jump up. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. this is a weird one man pavel buchnevich in uh st louis got suspended two games for headbutting coyotes loss and Krause. did you see this play <laughs> i think so yeah oh my yeah, god that was man. a while ago now wasn't it well two weeks ago yeah 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 <laughs> this guy's a lunatic man he was in a scrum after the whistle just like roughing it up with Krause. like it happens every game yeah. um and he just fucking full-on headbutts the guy i yeah. haven't seen that in a long time I feel like players are just doing a bunch of random stuff now. I know Zadina. Who did Zadina cause a little bit of controversy too there? <laughs> Zadina ca- called uh, Garland a midget in a press yeah. interview. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's not funny, but I mean, it shouldn't be funny. But it was. Just... It's not funny when you're talking about the, uh, I don't know, the little person's expense or anything like that. Just when off the top of his head, though, just to say correct. something like. Just to say something like that in the interview, I thought it was kind of funny just for him to just not give a shit, basically. Yeah, it was more the context than it was the uh, making fun of, you know, a marginalized population kind of thing. Yeah. It was just, like, it was just off the top of, of the head. Like, just that's what made it funny. It yeah, just, exactly. Like, out of nowhere. So, yeah. Yeah, so um, 
a couple of weeks ago, Kak Gniemi, um, geez, what a stroke I just had. And the Hurricane beat the Habs <laughs> in the Habs uh, arena and then made a fucking website to chirp them. Did you see this? What? No. Oh, my God. They uh, they made a website called, like, www. Did the Habs win or something? Oh, and really? Then in order, yeah. Or um, did the Hurricanes win or something? Or did the Canes win? Like, that was the website you plugged in. And then it Never. brought you to a site. That, that they were selling sh- cock and Emmy shirts on Carolina for 20 bucks. That's sick. That's yeah. sick. I was watching that game actually. So I I was like kind of thing. I was like, he's gonna score tonight, man. Get his first oh, goal. Yeah. I had a feeling, right? And then he he went and tipped the puck on net and went in. He loved it too because he was getting booed. Yeah, so I know. Man. Good for him. I don't get that. I I don't know. It's like what do you Every want time me he to touched do? the puck? He was booing. What do you want me to do, like Montreal fans? Like not sign six million for one year like i don't yeah. know i don't know what they they were booing him for i guess it was just like it's like the honors fans salty for Tavares leaving i guess that's a bit of a different situation captain yeah i guess that difference after being the captain and staying there nine years and then yeah. leaving but well honors yeah. turned it around so who cares now exactly yeah they're one of the better teams in the league this year with Sorokin. Mm-hmm. talking about goalies though uh Bobrovsky got his 300th nhl win and it's looking pretty good this year, honestly. Last year, he was shaky. Last year, a lot yeah. of... I think people but... jumped on the fuck you bus too quickly with Bob Browski. Yeah. But I, he's still a good goalie, man. Like, he's not like he's 40 years old, like that old hag in Edmonton, Mike Smith. So, uh... <laughs> or fucking Craig Anderson in Buffalo. Yeah, Lighting I mean, up the league, man. Craig Anderson's looking at the Vezna, just licking his chops right now. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <pretty> <laughs> Yeah, no, Bob's still a good goalie and 10 million. I mean, you're fine. Florida's actually getting their money's worth this year. Yeah, well, um, how long is that deal? Eight years, man. Oh, God. That's well, seven, look- seven now. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's just one of those deals where if you don't sign them to the term, you're not going to get the player. That's like exactly. what any free agent deal. So it's just the way yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, McDavid gets his 200th NHL goal um, in 411 games. Only Gretzky, Curry, Anderson, and uh, Jesus, and I can't make it that last name we got there. Did it quicker. So, in pretty good company. Yeah, he almost did it as quick as Matthews. So, he's, he's a pretty good player, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, not bad, not bad. He's all right. Wish I he had mean, Matthews shot, though. Yeah. He's working on his one-timers. Did you see that video? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, Drusso so. was like making fun of him too. Oh but, yeah, he was saying yeah. he had a muffin of a shot in the press interview too. I seen that. <laughs> yeah, Drusso's got a really good shot. So oh, unreal! It's yeah. nuts. It's hard he's, too, man. He's definitely got the best shot on that team. No doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, Pusher Harvey had a chance of doing it if he stayed in the NHL in practice, but because he had good, an un- he's still good. He had an unreal shot coming into the league. I've said this a million times. I thought he was going to go higher than Line A in that draft. Yeah, I, I think he was Matthews go had the best two. shot in that draft. I mean, yeah, you can't ourselves. take nothing away from Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Just bragging him up here. At least won two games now. So, what do you think of those Red Wings and Leafs? We'll get to that later, buddy. We'll have okay. a whole discussion about that. Um, okay. So Kucherov is uh, injured out indefinitely, <laughs> and will most likely return after the New Year. Um, uh, uh, Julian Breezebois just called Buffalo's like, uh, "What's Jack up to?" These yeah, days. we just uh, so funny. Kucherov, Kucherov's going for, a, Kucherov's are they going a, for the beach. 
They they bring an Eichel in for a three feet now and honestly, bring Kucherov like, back in the playoffs. I honestly, I know a lot of people would like be so mad that they like mess with the cab again, but I would love it. I'd just be laughing. It's like Kucherov's at the beach there, like just drinking a couple of beers, number one bullshit shirt on, and <laughs> just sitting down there loving it. Got his two cup rings on, and then you know Jack Eichel's on the bus down to Tampa Bay, and uh, they're gonna go win another cup. That'd be sick. Yeah, that would be awesome. Speaking of number one bullshit, um, the Lightning <laughs> reveal their championship ring and it has a hidden number one BS Easter egg. Did you see this? I read about it, but I never looked into it too much. I've seen it on Instagram, I think. Yeah, so they have a ring and it's just like the Tampa Bay like icon there on the uh, front and then it opens up like a locket and in the middle they have like a bunch of inscriptions and in there is number <laughs> one hashtag one bullshit. <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was so funny, man. I died out of it. I'm hoping Maroon gets four, man. Yeah, that would be unreal. I think he'd be the first player in NHL history to win four straight. Yes. I mean, except for, like, Islanders teams. and. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't compare them to the old, like, Canadians and Leafs and stuff back that, like, back in the 40s and 50s and stuff. Because, I mean, it was like there wasn't much competition like there is now. So, for a player in the modern day to be able to win three in a row, I mean, it's yeah. a lot different when there was only four or five, six teams. So. Yeah, it's a lot harder yeah. to do. He was in Edmonton, like, holy fuck, get me out of here. I'll, I'll just go home to St. Louis, like, not huge cup odds, but I want to go yeah. home. Goes home, wins a cup, and then goes to uh, Tampa Bay. That's sick, and gets man. a couple. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, another injury here. Stone uh, in Vegas uh, is out. He's yeah. uh, He won't need surgery, but his return is unknown. Patch Reddy's out, too, so they got a couple of bodies missing. Yeah, for sure. Their scoring too. is way down. They, I don't think they've scored more than like two or three goals a game uh, since yeah. it, they've been out, honestly. You know, something that puzzles me about Vegas too, man, is like, why did they ever get rid of uh, Gallant? I don't know. Yeah. And, I don't uh, know because it wasn't an issue because they were they were making the playoffs when they fired him. Like they were just clicking at a normal pace, win a couple games, lose a couple, you know, like average middle of the pack team. And like that's in the playoffs and they fired him. I don't really know if the Boers are uh, as good of a coach, honestly. I don't really like him as much as Gallant. But maybe that's just, I don't know, a little bit of bias there because of his first year with Vegas. Yeah. I like Gallant too. Maybe it's something internal. Maybe it's not like something you can see from their wins and losses. Maybe it was something yeah. in the well, room. It's always a little bit more than what you see on the, in the yeah, like exactly. last column. Um, <laughs> Jack Hughes is placed on IR. He, uh, he's got a dislocated left shoulder, so that hurts the Devils for sure. I think that he's out for, like, somewhere between five to eight weeks. Um, I, think. I don't have it wrote down here. I just. I have, think I've uh, seen that later. Yeah, so, uh, I, gonna, I know he's not back now. He's not supposed to return for another month or so. He might He might not be back till sometime in January, honestly. Really? I think I he'll know. be before that. I think he'll come back in end of November-ish. doesn't take yeah, that no. long for a dislocated – Shoulder. I just seen something about like it was going to take it a little bit longer than expected or something like that on Instagram. Oh, but I don't know. That's too bad. Really he had know. a great start to the season too. You see that goal to stick? Just oh yeah, throws the stick into yeah. the stands. A that lot was of people like, were upset about that. I wasn't, man. That's like you need more of that in the game. Yeah, I think that looked cool. I'd like that's to do that. Understand. Yeah, that's like that imagine the guy that, got like, the you're stick. The man in that city just throws your stick. Like who wants a stick? like that like nobody yeah. wants my hockey stick if yeah. i threw my hockey stick in the fans 
They probably fucking take it home and put it in the wood stove, man. Nobody wants mine. <laughs> yeah, split it up for splits and then light the yeah, fire next morning with it. during the <laughs> winter. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get no money for that on eBay, I'll tell you that. I bet you it's on eBay now to go get the sticks like I'm making some money tonight. Maybe, yeah. Did you see uh, in football, uh, one of the, uh, I don't know, somebody got a touchdown and threw the ball into the stands. Mm-hmm. And then later on that game, it was revealed that that was Tom Brady's 600th touchdown in his career so really? they had to go up in the stands and get the ball back from buddy but i wouldn't uh, have, i wouldn't have gave it back i wouldn't have man a lot of people say that but what are you going to do like four security guards come to you and just like i'd start running ball. man i'd be running <laughs> i'd be running <laughs> would, for you, the would you do the tuck would you put the ball in there <laughs> yeah yeah like I'd, be, I'd be running for the gates man i'd be gone i'd be calling somebody yeah. to pick me up at the front entrance and we're gone yeah we're get, making a cab, a- get an uber yeah, we're making a 10K tonight when we get this on eBay. A lot more than that, buddy. Apparently, Probably. some people some people projected 600 touchdowns. I don't think it's been done by a uh, a quarterback before. So, I think yeah. uh, that ball – some people Maybe were saying that was it a bit of for a... half a million. Holy fuck. $500,000 for a football. Not not for me. Yeah. I, probably, I would have been that guy who would have got something really valuable and undervalued it and just put it up for like 500 bucks. Yeah. It's like yep. you got a Gretzky rookie card and like you don't know it, so you're yeah. just like, ah, it's just a piece of cardboard. <laughs> it up on I'd be the worst scalper. Months. I'd be the worst scalper in the world. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, that's cool. Yeah. But unfortunately, never got to keep it. But I guess you know what I want to keep it. You know, it's his six hundred. He got a lot of stuff for it though. Did he? He got like he got season tickets. He got for the rest of the season. Um, he got like a signed helmet and cleats by Tom Brady. Well, that's he a good thing it. to do then. That's the right thing yeah. to do then. Yeah, for sure. I think it worked out for everyone. A lot of yeah. people were saying the same thing you did though. Like I wouldn't have gave it back. It's like, man, you got like all these security guards there. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. At least they gave him, if they took it and was like, yeah, fuck you. It wouldn't have been as nice. But the fact they did that, I mean, it doesn't make it so bad now. Yeah, exactly. No, I think, uh, I think it was the uh, best kind for everyone. Um, yeah. A lot of injuries. Jesus. Um, Max Jones of the Anaheim Ducks is at four to six months with a torn pictorial uh, muscle. Wow. So, months? Four to six months. Yep. Oh, wow. Well, his so that's almost all of his season. Yeah. I think he was having a good season, too. I mean, he's only playing, like, the third line, but I think he was yeah, pretty pro- I don't know. prevalent he was, this season. He was a first-round pick, and he was supposed to be a good top-six player, but I feel like he's more of just going to be a consistent third-line player. Is he another per, uh, player that came from London? He was on that Mitch Marner, so. Matthew Kachuk line, wasn't he? That was Dvorak. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Never mind. But um, I think he played on a London Knights. So. I and he's he a little too. bit older, too. He's like, I think he's 23 or something, 24. Imagine saying a little bit older and then going like 24. <laughs> well, I mean, like a lot of Anaheim prospects are like 19. So Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they might have the youngest team in the league. Yeah, one of them, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, Seattle made their home opener in the new arena against the geographic rival Vancouver Canucks. Uh, they lost the game, but, I mean, from what I'm hearing, that building is pretty electric already. And They won a uh, game after, it, so. Yeah, they did. I can't remember they who's. They won their next play. game. Vince Dunn scored the first goal in the Climate Pledge Arena. Yeah. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I like Vince Dunn. I don't know why it's St. Louis. Yeah, he's a good out. defenseman. I think he's great. I think Seattle's still got a good team, man. I think their record's even now, aren't they? Like four and four, or like maybe they're I'm not, not sure. They're, they uh, they're one below they, or something. They, they beat Montreal pretty bad the other night, five to one. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, uh, Montreal's not lighting things up either. They're having a tough start. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Um, what else do I got here? So Jimmy Hayes was honored by Bruins um, at uh, one of their home games the other night. So that was good. Everybody it, wore the number. I yeah, can't remember I seen which it number it was. Or everybody 12. wore the name tags. Um, Hayes. But that's Hazy good to see, man. Yeah. yeah, it came out the other day that uh, – uh, well, not the other day, actually, a week weeks ago. And you probably <laughs> know it, that uh, yeah. his drugs was laced with fentanyl. Was it? I mean, yeah. He was, uh, they, he found, they found fentanyl and cocaine in the system. So, I mean, this should be a wake up call to the rest of the hockey world that like, was it like players are getting or... addicted to, you know, painkillers and then going on to other things. So, so it must've been know. street drugs. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. But I mean, it brought a lot of awareness to like the danger. There's still a lot of danger around like drugs and even more than that, that they're, uh, that players are addicted to drugs from the painkillers they got uh, while playing hockey. So mm-hmm. there should be brought a lot of awareness place. to it. And his there family should... didn't have to come out and say that, but they made a conscious uh, decision to come out with the news. So yeah, they I should have better good. like rehabilitation centers like for people who are struggling. Yeah, or, like some kind of some kind of or just like bring more awareness to it. And it's just like yeah. this is actually a real problem. People are dying. Like I don't know. They should have a special place for NHL players, man. Like just. You know, to get healthy if something happens. Like well, the that. NHLPA does have a program like that. Um, yeah. But it's just so hard to come out and admit something like that, right? It's still pretty stigmatized. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, Some, anyways. Yeah. On, to, on a brighter note, though, uh, Morgan Riley signs an eight-year, $60 million contract with the Leafs. Uh, one of the lower a- annual values at $7.5 million for a defenseman anyway. Uh, what do you That's think a, of this deal as a Leafs fan? It's a discount, honestly. Anybody who like chirps him and says like he shouldn't have got that, like the term's too long. Have you looked at Seth Jones? Have you looked at these guys making these uh, outrageous amounts of money like through free agency? Like not and a half. If if Riley went to free agency, man, like he's a solid like top pairing defenseman. Like he's not elite like McCarr, you know, um, Hedman, but he's a top pairing defenseman. So if he went to free agency. You're looking at like eight and a half, probably to nine. That's what I was gonna say too. Like easy. I mean, he's a he's definitely a top two defenseman on any on any team. So I feel like he could probably got like an eight point eight AAV for like seven years if he went to free agency or something like that, right? Just below nine. So I think uh, the Leafs got a good deal, man. He's yeah. I hope, I hope he retires they, a Leaf. Yeah, well, they had to have a good deal, man, because uh, I had seen a graphic the other day that said uh, 5% next year, 58.2% of the Leafs cap will five be players. for five players for their core. They got, they got young players coming up, though. They got um, uh, Rodin Amirov, Robertson, um, Dura Agunjinsev, <laughs> Agunjin uh, Gagalev, um, you know, and then they got Abramov. They got a lot of Russians, man. You don't. Like they picked a lot of Russians in the first, second, the third round, like the last few years. So, yeah, I didn't notice it either until you just listed them all out. Yeah, and I mean, they got they project to be NHL players as as of now, right? So yeah, they got a few good Russians. The only thing with young players is it's good when they're on entry level contracts, but then you got to pay them eventually. Yeah, well, see, they're they're they got a couple who are supposed to come into the league, so I mean, it'll take away money from a guy like. Nick Ritchie, who's making like two million, he's playing the fourth line now. So, 
and and Simmons too, because Simmons makes like one point two mil, and like he's gonna be gone. He's worth it though. He fights. He's uh... he is worth it. Yeah, but I mean, when you when when you got fifty eight percent of your cap, you're you're gonna not give that money out. You're gonna let a young guy step up and try to prove himself. I feel. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what you got to do. If you don't do that, then I mean, you don't have a team. So, <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. No, or you're getting like you're signing people on like minimum uh, entry level deals. Don't for, roast uh, the Leafs cap situation yet, man. They got some good players. They had a tough start. It's not lie. Tavares had three points last night. And lit up the Red Wings, so it's coming together. Don't be talking about that, man. My wings are my wings are doing sick this year. I think we're ahead of uh, Toronto this year, so already. Oh well, it's not gonna last for very long. So oh, we'll see. We'll see. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Well, <laughs> well uh, some great some great news here. Uh, Crosby is back. Uh, it's yeah. still McDavid's league, but it doesn't feel right until Crosby's on the ice. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, those Pittsburgh games were. I mean, they were fun to watch because it was like, how the fuck is Pittsburgh doing so well without Crosby? But yeah. it didn't feel like the Pittsburgh Penguins because Crosby wasn't out there, you know? Yeah, it's so. going to feel weird, man, when he retires. And, like, um, I don't, I forget Malkin even exists, so it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel weird for me to watch a Pittsburgh game without Malkin because he's never there anyways. Like, yeah, me neither. It seems like he's uh, he flies under the radar so hard for how good he is and how much points he puts up. Yeah, He's but, kind of uh, been dropping off with a lot of injuries and stuff too, so. Yeah, man, the, the guy's a piece of glass, man. He can't go a season now without getting injured. I think he's a trade piece, man, because his contract's coming up. Uh, I feel like he's like you know you've throughout history you've had a couple of star players who've moved later in their careers. Like uh, oh, it happens all the time. Like Sundin went from the Leafs, he went to Vancouver. Yeah, and like Messier and stuff. I mean, he bounced around a bit uh, in his later years. So I, mean, I feel like Ma- yeah, well, he's uh, the guy who we thought was untradeable, but. Exactly. If Gritsky can be traded, McDavid can be traded. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. It's all it's a it's all a business, man. So yeah, I can see Malkin going. For anything. Maybe somewhere like Calgary in the next year or something like that. That'd be Calgary. That'd be, cool. that'd be interesting, man. Yeah, I I can see it, man. We'll see what happens. He still doesn't know uh, people's names on the Penguins, and he's been there for freaking like what thirteen <laughs> years or yeah, fourteen yeah. years, so. I don't know. I don't know how we do on a new team. Jeez. That's like Kucherov in Tampa Bay. Like that goalie from Vegas won it. Was it what? What's his name? It's like Flurry, one of the best goalies in history. You don't know. His yeah, name. <laughs> fucking number one bullshit. Russians just best in the world. Best in Russians the world. Best don't know anything. About that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, uh, White Cloud. I think his name is Cody. First name Cody on Vegas. Zach. White Zach White Cloud. Yeah. Jeez, I don't know where I was getting Cody. Signed a six-year, uh, sixteen point five million dollar contract with Vegas. Uh, for an mm-hmm. annual AAV of two point five or two point seven five million, I think That's this is a, a great deal. contract, man. Yeah. He's a he's a good f- upcoming defenseman. I feel like if they got him on a three year contract, like they would have had to pay like over three mil or probably close to four. So if they yeah. they were like, yeah, we'll give you a long term, so it's like kind of like. You you know you're going to get your money and it's like consistent pay every year. So I think that's yeah, how man. they worked that out. Three years ago, I mean, a guy like this, he's only like a top six defenseman. You know, he would have never got this money, but all he had to do was go in and say, look what defensemen are getting paid right now. You want me to stick around and, you know, be happy with my role? Uh, defensemen are cheap, man. It's actually kind of insane. I know, man. Getting. They're getting paid more in forwards now. Everybody's starting to realize you got to build from the back back out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drew Doughty is out eight weeks with a knee injury. He's supposed to be back on the ice and. I think six weeks, but uh, that's a that's a tough bounce for LA. They haven't. He was uh, almost having like a 
like a Norse level start, honestly. Dude, he had seven points in like three games. Yeah, and they got injured. Really good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's LA really, is playing really good, man. Uh, they beat Montreal last night. I think it was five to two. So mm. LA is LA is gonna rebound, man. I can see him in the next two years being um, competitive. Uh, Quentin yeah. Barfield hasn't played yet this year because he's a uh, stuck at that injury, which sucks. So we haven't got to see any of him. Yeah, that sucks, man. I was looking forward to watching him too. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, my next note, and this is word for word, pretty much in quotations. Ovi is fucking red hot, <laughs> dude. Red hot. I, oh, one of my hot stop. takes. One of my hot takes. I said Ovi was gonna score sixty goals and win a, um, goddamn a rocket Richard. And everybody was like, dude, 60 goals. Are you kidding me? Man, he's got like eight goals in, what, five games or something. I think he has nine. Not even better, man. He's going to fucking score 60 this year. Yeah. Dude, he's yeah. on fire. He he takes like seven or eight shots a game. Yeah. He's putting everything to the net. Everybody, I think that team is just the whole, like, they came up with this big structure about how to play defense, how to play offense, how to win games. And then they were like, Wait, Ovi's getting a, a bit close to that record. And then they were like, yeah, new plan. Just fucking feed this guy. Just feed everything yeah. goes to him. And it's, it's like fine it's wine. been working. They've been winning games too. He's fine wine, man. Yeah. Better at age. He only he's gets a, better, he's man. A little chunk of cheese. Yeah. A little chunk of cheese, that Russian over there. Uh, he He's going to be like, I think he's second in the league now and scoring with 15 points behind McDavid. McDavid's at 16. So, like, he might get himself another like fucking heart or something yet before. His Imagine that would be That'd insane. Because I mean, how old like, is he? He's 35, 36? Uh, he's mid thirties. He might be 34, 35, something like that. Dude, so. I look at like sixty year years old, like year old people, and some of them still got like <laughs> their hair color. And then you look yeah. at Ovi, poor bastard. He's like thirty years old, thirty six years old, and he's he lost fucking... his hair color when he was like twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I remember like looking at him in like NHL 15, like their picture of him, and he was starting to go gray there. It's like poor bastard, man. Yeah. Do you think he goes down as one of the top 10 players to play the game? No, not overall players. There's there's way better like players that can do everything, but he's the best goal scorer in in the world in all of history. I think the greatest goal scorer. Yeah, I do too. I think he's a better goal scorer than Gretzky. Oh, 100 percent but Gretzky got like more assists than anybody else has points. So yeah. you can't take away that from the guy, but yeah, he's definitely the best goal scorer. I mean, I've yeah. ever seen, and people a lot older than me say that uh, the same thing. Yeah. Anybody who says Gretzky is just biased. It's so harder to score now. Yeah. I mean, the equipment back then, I mean, they're the flex and the sticks back then was like trying to flex a two by four. So they weren't getting the whip that like Ovi has, like, their shots weren't as yeah. There's a lot of different factors. And, a lot of different yeah. factors. There is. Uh, I don't know. You can't really compare errors like that. But that's for another podcast. Jesus Christ, we'll uh, we'll be here three hours if he starts going down that road. Oh yeah. Um, talking about threes. Um, the three star of the week. Uh, this year we're Kyle. Jesus man, what the fuck is wrong with me? You're on I can't talk last today, week, man. Three stars of the week were uh, Kyle Connor, Connor McDavid, and Ilya Sorokin. Do you agree with this? Do you think someone should have got on? Well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm kind of pissed Sorokin's there because I picked Verlamov in my hockey pool. So, so I mean, I. I know he's injured, but it's just like, 
come on, man, just don't don't play that good. So then when Varlamov comes back, he can like take over the take over the reins there. So unfortunately, well, I can't say unfortunately. It's kind of a being an asshole. I'm, I guess I'm happy for him, but uh, I yeah. pick Varlamov. So it's bittersweet. I'm happy for Sorokin because another good young Russian goaltender in the league doesn't hurt anyone. But no. I also picked Varlamov in my uh, in my uh, fantasy hockey, and he hasn't oh, played yeah. yet, and I don't think he'll get very many games now. No, well, it's, if if anything, it'll be uh, a tandem situation. Yeah, I wouldn't even say it's 50-50. I'd say it's going to be more of like... 60-40. Um, yeah, or even what Florida got on the go, where um, Bob will play three games, and then Spencer Knight has one. Yeah. Well, we'll see how, what happens, because Barry yeah. Lamont's getting paid, too, so they're going to want to play him. For sure. Um, so we got some surprising teams this year in the league. Uh, Toronto, Buffalo, Montreal, San Jose, Wings, and the Calgary Flames are doing quite the opposite of what we thought they were going to do. Toronto, shit. Buffalo's good. Montreal, shit. San Jose is good. Uh, Wings and Flames are both doing good as well. And I had those both listen, uh, as closer to the bottom. Listen here. Listen here, buddy. Leafs are 4-4-1. Four, four, and one. I wouldn't call that shit. I'd call that a slow start. i call that shit compared to what the expectations were. Hey, man, we're, we're nine were games into the season. Like we're nine seven, games one in. And one. What about them fucking Minnesota Wild, though? What about that Cam Talbot? I think he's got uh, over a 950 save percentage, man. Did or you see not some of the saves he's been making? Yeah, man. He's been, was, he's been unreal. I was watching the game the other night. Um, fuck, who were they playing? Jeez. It's gone from my brain now. But um, I don't know. I think, like, I, I shit a little bit in my pants when he made one of those saves. He's really good at going across the crease with the blocker or the glove and just, like, absolutely making you look childish. Like, he's he's one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah. So. Edmonton is definitely feeling like shit giving this guy up now. You know, I'm going to go look up his stats, actually, just so I can. So what about Buffalo off. Sabres? Are they allowed to be this good? And do you think it's going to last? Honestly, man. I, I think it'll last for a while. I do. <laughs> I don't think it's legal. I don't think Buffalo's allowed to be doing this. They shit-kicked the two-time Stanley Cup champions. Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely shit-kicked them like 5-1. Yeah, yeah. You see um, uh, Stamkos' hit on Dylan Cousins? That was a bit No, gross. I didn't. Yeah, he like elbowed him in the face and like he started bleeding. And he never got Go a or nothing. Holy shit. Yeah. So. What about fucking Craig Anderson? Where the fuck did this guy come from? He's like 40 years old. He should be yeah. in a grave. Instead, he's in the net playing <laughs> Buffalo Sabres, yeah, which I thought insane. was going to be the same thing as being in a grave, but yeah, he's uh, he's doing unreal. Oh, he's loving it, man. He's he's going to go down as the best goalie in Buffalo history. Brian Miller doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, better point. than fucking um, Miller. Fuck, better than Dom Hasek. Hasek, yeah. <laughs> um, what about I uh, got? Sorry, you go. I said yeah. um, I got Cam Talbot's stats here. Just to not move on from that, we got to keep talking about that. Obviously, man. <laughs> if, if we didn't talk about Cam Talbot, would this even be the Hockey Tank podcast? Oh, no. no. Um, this regular season, he's played seven games. He's got five wins, two losses, and he's got a 9-12 save percentage. Yeah, that's pretty so good. In That's a pretty good save percentage. In seven games. I seven mean, games. And there was a game, too, where he gave up five goals. Yeah, that was a tough game. But, I mean, everybody has those type of games. For sure. And if it wasn't for that game, he'd probably be way up there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, what were you going to say? 
I was going to just ask you about your opinion about Montreal. It looks like uh, losing their center depth of Kakanyemi and uh, Philip Deneau was, uh, was a lot worse than people thought it was going to be. Yeah, I thought they made some good moves, actually, bringing in Dvorak and Hoffman, but I don't. they don't have an all-star, man. I don't think Caulfield's an all-star yet. Man, I had him winning Rookie of the Year. He doesn't oh, even have a goal yet. He's got, like, no, one man, he's, got, he's got one point in, like, nine games or something. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. I'll tell you some two rookies who are actually, actually insane, and they're both from Detroit. Yeah, Lucas they are. Lucas Raymond and Maury Yeah, Sutter. they fucking are. Um, <laughs> Lucas Raymond has nine points in nine games. He's and, leading He's le- leading rookie scoring. Yeah, and second in rookie scoring is Maury Sutter. As a defenseman, he's got eight assists in nine games. Yeah. So That's unreal. You hey. know, yeah, wait till, they're, wait till they're mid-20s, and we got, like, we got some good players. I keep another rookie too. Wings are wings are going to be a serious cup contender in five years. In less than five years, I, four I said years, that two years ago, they're, they're going to be a serious cup contender in twenty twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, and when fair. I say serious, I mean like making it to the second or third round consistently. Yeah, yeah, I can see it, man. They definitely got all pieces. Um, another rookie I wanted to highlight too. Um, that's kind of came out of nowhere, and like nobody even really knows anything about him. It's Drew O'Connor in Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. I didn't know who this guy was. He's 23 years old. He was. Um, then he comes in college. Yeah, he was undrafted, I believe, and he's 23, and he's got five points in seven games, and he's a plus three. A lot of those are goals too, eh? Three goals, two assists. So I mean, like, and they're good plays, and so he's not getting garbage goals either. I mean, he's playing uh, very well. So yeah, you know. Uh, kind of Pittsburgh just kind of getting players from nowhere and just making them really good players, kind of like Jake Gensel situation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nobody's seen Gensel. Yeah, they seem I to mean, do that. Yeah, I Chicago's they good at it too. Yeah. Good at finding these Kubelik and and uh, they brought in Panarin when he was from KHL, so Chicago yeah. does that. Yeah. Not under their – well, they got different management now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Um but uh, notable rookie goals, this is from two weeks ago because we've been uh, pretty slack. But Lucas Raymond got his first, and he also got his first hat trick. Fucking go, Detroit. Uh, your guy, Anton Lundell, got his first goal, and he's playing really well, too. For yeah, he's got minor. five points in seven games, I think. Yeah, he's playing so, really well. Um, yeah. Dawson Mercer, the fucking noof, got his. You've probably seen it littered all over our Instagram if you follow yes. us. Yeah. Uh, he – Scored a goal and all the province went fucking insane. Lost he's got four mind. points in six games, man. Like he's he's not, if he can stay consistently in the league for the full year, I think he could probably get like somewhere between thirty to forty points in a rookie season. He will, man. He'll he'll stay for, in there. forty points. If he gets like 41, 42 points, like that's perfect. He won't get that much. He'll get twenty. I don't know. He'll get no, twenty points. See, I can, I see him getting thirty plus. I mean, he's on the third line and he's not yeah. on any power play or anything. He plays first power play, man. No, you don't. Yes, you do, man. He's on a power do play it. with Heesher. He's he's on a power play with Heesher, Hamilton, Tatar, and and uh, what's his name? Zaka. He's on the first power play in front of the net. No joke. Shit, I don't know that. Yes, man. I'm telling you, he's on the first power play. All right, maybe. Uh, I'm sticking with my number twenty-eight. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he gets more than thirty. I don't want to argue with you, but I'm I've I've seen him on the power play several times so far. Well, you watch his games. I don't really watch uh, hockey. I just uh, usually get the highlights and look at the news. That's just what I've been seeing, man. He's been on a power. I don't want to like be a dick on him, but yeah, he has been on the power play so far. 
It's not being a dick bite. You're making an argument for a new. How can I? How can I be mad at that? Yeah. What you're kind of new player is going to score 40 points in the NHL? What kind of new player? Yeah, you better not. Shows your true <laughs> colors from Oshawa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the Oshawa coming out on. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, Dolan in San Jose uh, got uh, got two goals, uh, and one of them was his first goal, obviously. Um, mm-hmm about uh, a week or so ago so. <laughs> he didn't know he had his first goal because it was somebody else they had wrote down and then yeah he got another no, he goal got so it took, then... taken away from him yeah well see they oh, he yeah, celebrated well... he celebrated his second goal as if it was his first goal but they yeah. didn't realize he tipped the puck or whatever for the first one so then he ended up having two so that's pretty cool yeah uh yeah drew o'connor like we already talked about got his first um yeah. thomasino used to play for Oshawa generals he got his first in nashville <laughs> let's fucking oh, yeah. go Oh yeah, um, Drysdale. Drysdale got his first goal mm-hmm. in uh, over there in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in Winnipeg got his first. A lot of people had high hopes for him, but he's not going as fast as uh, a little bit slower route hope. to the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I don't know this guy's first name, but Kupari. I Rasmus Kupari. Yeah, in Rasmus LA. Kupari, and mm-hmm. I got his first. Uh, Tampa Bay player. Our Boulay got his first. Yep. Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay, and Seattle player. What? He went to Seattle through waivers, and then Tampa Bay picked him back up again. No way. He started the year in Tampa. They waived him. Seattle picked him up. Played a couple games in Seattle. They waived him, and now he's back in Tampa. Holy fuck! I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought he was always just with Tampa. No man. Sweet fact for you. Yeah, great fact. Keep bringing that all podcast. Be yeah. right. Um, Jake Neighbors in St. Louis. I fucking love this kid, man. I wish he went higher. I think he went 26. He's St. Greasy. Louis or something. I fucking love this guy, man. He's greasy, man. He likes picking fights. Do we? I know yeah, he's, he's a bigger kid. He was huge in juniors, man. He was running over everyone in juniors. Yeah, he's a little bit of a dick, I think. But I mean, that's, I guess everybody <laughs> needs that. Yeah, I think the only thing keeping him back from being great is his um, is his speed. He's not very. Jesus Christ, he's in the NHL, Steven. Give him a break. I think it's <laughs> his fucking skill. What a chirp. <laughs> oh, man. He's no, right. I think it's his uh, foot speed, man. He's not all overly quick. Oh, yeah. He might make a million bucks in his career. We'll see. I'm joking. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to see about that one. That's all I got. <laughs> Do you know any other rookies that uh, got their first goal that we're leaving out? Um, like a lot. <laughs> So I don't even know if we should go over it or we'll be here all year. We've had several rookies come in and just like play a couple games and score a goal. Really? So I don't yeah. But it wasn't their first goal. These are only like the first goals of their career. They probably played a game like last year and got one. Yeah, well, we had a guy in Anaheim the other night who scored his first goal. Um really? Yeah, I don't know his name now. And if he's playing in Anaheim, you can't be that important. I'm not sure. Brandon Duhane. In Minnesota scores. Oh score. fuck! He's good. Did you see that? That was a weird one. I forgot about that. Mm. Honestly, I kind of left that guy out because I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Um, Duhame, I think. Duhame. Yeah. He's Honestly, yeah, uh, yeah. But he scored a weird one, man. Someone shot it from the point. It hit off. Uh, I can't even remember who they were playing. Um, Cole Sunder scored from Columbus. I think we announced him uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, probably. He probably scored a fucking while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely announced him. I'm just looking over my notes now. 
Yeah, Timothy Lilligren hasn't scored yet. Uh, for Dude, that guy's a bum. No, he's not, man. He got one point in three games. What are you going on with his young defenseman? Yeah, keeps doing that all year. He'll get uh, what forty points? Not no, not forty. He'll get thirty. No, if he he's gonna be in that lineup, I can see him getting ten to fifteen points playing like you know ten. Probably when he was 10 drafted, a lot of people said he he'll be playing. When was he drafted? He was drafted later, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he had he was projected like top three, and then he had like um, mono. Oh, so. really? He had a tough year, and it kind of set him back a little bit. But he's been playing really good in the monitors. Like, this dude lights up in the monitors. And he's only young. Yeah. He's, like, 20, 22 years old. So, like, yeah. he's a when he was drafted. When was he drafted? Like, 2016? No, that was Matthews. Jesus, uh, he was drafted. Like, must have been 2015. 2017. Then. 2017. That recent. Holy Christ. Yeah. He's yeah. 17th overall. And so, like, he's 22. Give him a few years, man. Like, not every defenseman comes in. Sometimes they don't, like – Excel to like 24 years old and then they start playing really well. So give him time. Yeah. He's playing, he's really smart with the puck. Like he makes good decisions. So yeah, it's just, I don't it's watch just, any of these games. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't know. But, oh, uh, well. <laughs> Your loss. Yeah, my loss. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, unfortunately, now we got to uh, talk about some bad news in the league uh, to end off the news. Um, so Kyle Beach, if you're not aware, um, came out as the John Doe in the investigation about the sexual assault of the uh, video guy in Chicago. Um, so uh, Aldrich was coach at the time and had his or the video coach or something and uh, and sexually abused this uh, young man at the time. I think he was only like 22 years old um, and nobody said anything about it. They said a cup is more important than a bit of sexual assault and the locker room. Uh, I just want to know what the fuck is on to go with Ch- Chicago back then, man. Like I'm, I'm doing like a business degree in any business. It doesn't matter. Like hockey doesn't matter if you're fucking selling staples, man. Like that's, I don't know in no way, like in any business that's considered like, okay. Or like not relevant, man. I don't know how nobody in the league just, or in that uh, franchise stood up and said like, yeah, this is kind of fucked up. Like, you think if they had so many people in the room and in the management group, one guy would have stepped up, just one guy, and said, like... And that's all it would have took, too. Hold on, like, this might be wrong, but... Uh, well, they, they all knew win. it was wrong. So there's no it's, it's way wrong. there's a human being. Well, I guess fucking the person that was doing it um, didn't, didn't think it was wrong, but, I mean, if you've got a fucking brain, you know it's wrong. You shouldn't be doing it, and I don't know. But everybody, I guess, was just scared of their job security or if they said something, maybe they wouldn't win the cup or something. But, like, that's fucked up, man. And, you know, they would have never – if this guy never spoke up, this would have went under the rug till these guys were fucking dead. Right? I never so. know about it. They came out with this story last year, and I said that's all speculation. But, man, it's fucking – it's not. And it happened to uh, – and it's different that uh, – I mean, because Theo Fleury um, in – uh, back in the day had this done to him too by a coach and another player I can't remember his name but um, he wrote a book about it the other fella and it was in Theo's book too um, but uh, it's different because like they were the only ones only him and the coach knew about it but like more than one person fucking knew about this like Powell went to management and said I'm having this done to me I don't like it um, I want it to stop and nobody fucking even the players knew yeah, they did, man. I don't care what they say, because some players uh, who were on the team come out. Some players were not, some players came out. I'm not sure what ones. Uh, 
uh, like the ones who came out were, but um, they're not on the team now, obviously, because they were like third line, fourth line players or whatever. Yeah, this happened back in 2010. So, I mean, like, I, I don't, I think it's just a bunch of excuses. And I think that uh, as soon as it started to come into the public eye, they're like, oh, we got to fix this now. We got to make ourselves look good. But it's just kind of too late to make yourselves look good. Yeah, they're only doing it. They're like only doing it because it came out, man. Oh, yeah. If it was never oh, brought dude. up, man. Black Ops I've never heard never... about this story once. And I, they... I fucking look for hockey stories like this. Like, not about sexual abuse, but it's just stuff that, like, the average Joe wouldn't know. And I, I never came across this story. They would have never, like, this would have been kept shut. And, like, they would have never acknowledged that anything like this would have ever happened if he never came out. So, I feel like it was the easiest decision they've ever made to fire the management that they had remaining there. Oh, 100%. Well. Yeah, and as a result, uh, they were fined $2 million, which I don't know if that really that's not even, fully that's not even a lot. It. I mean, that's not even close. Um, yeah. They did have a meeting with um, uh, Gary Bettman, and Bettman said, like, you and your family are pretty much taking care of any counseling you guys need. Like, we're going we're gonna to do you guys – right because like what happened he was so fucked up stan bowman stepped down as gm which a lot of people were fucking praising um because of this he never stepped down he stepped down yeah but he would have never stepped down is what i'm saying he wouldn't have never stepped down no, no he only stepped down just because he's like well i'm gonna get fired anyway so i'm gonna step down yeah. that's what happened and, with quinville I mean, they, yeah, they were saying like quinville, quinville stepped down he didn't he step this, down he stepped down too and the panthers were seven and oh and I seen a lot of people when this story broke on Instagram and stuff were saying like, "Why is he stepping down? The team's playing so good." It's like, did you not hear? Are you living under a rock right now? Yeah. About uh, like, I don't know. So yeah, these two guys. I mean, they're only stepping down just to get out of the spotlight, and they'll be back on the hockey scene like in future uh, years. Like I give it three years, and I'd say Quinville will be hired somewhere else as soon as yeah. this story kind of cools down. I don't know. It's I. If I was a manager, I would want them to work with me. I mean, look at Babcock when he when all the stories came out about what he did to friends and how he snipped like Madonna of his 15th, uh, 1500th game just to, like getting his head, what he did to Mariner, like all the stuff he done. And now he's getting, you know, coaching referrals in National Hockey League. A couple teams are calling him interested. So, yeah, but I, I mean, it'll like- happen. I guarantee Quinville will be back in the NHL. Um, because I don't know, People it wouldn't be on my team. Memory when it comes to big stuff like this, I don't know. It wouldn't be on my team. No, I can't see. I I've had because like that's worse than having a toxic player is that's... coach because everything. I mean, you have a toxic player, you're only really affecting like his lines mates and whoever's in the room with him. But I guess the whole team then. But the coach <laughs> has a way bigger influence on the team than one single player. Yeah, but I just so, I he wouldn't be on my team either, man. I you can't have people like that in the room because that just brings everyone down. And I mean, he could have he's a great coach, but I don't know. He's a I'm sure he's a good person, though. Obviously, you know, people make mistakes. But like, it's just like that at the time and in the moment, you're trying to win a cup, you don't want to say nothing, but it's still fucked up, man. You gotta, yeah, you it's a, people should have second chances, but I mean, yeah, they I mean, they Tortorello, Tortorello was on uh. TV making a couple of good statements said like first like what if this was your son and he was getting sexually abused and he came to you and you said would you give up your son's like being comfortable and being mentally healthy to win a cup um yeah and uh and he also said like the same thing you said like 
I can't believe there was all these guys in the room. Nobody came out to say like, hey, guys, uh, can we talk this about what's going on to Kyle? Like, this yeah. is fucked up. Yeah, I think they should just stay away from the game for a while. And I don't think I don't think Stan Bowman's ever coming back. No, I don't think so either. He, uh, he Quinville, I can see probably coming in somewhere eventually. Three years. After. I mean, he'll he'll go work with a college team and move and yeah. move some heads, and he'll be back. But I I mean, as long as he understands, like it's fucked up, and he should have to I don't know re, do some kind of repayment to Kyle's family, like counseling. He should be somewhere. I don't know. Stan Bowman, I'd be surprised if he hasn't reached out to Kyle. Oh, he wasn't even a good general manager, regardless of the situations that he, the bad decisions he made. He wasn't even a good general manager in the business side, as far as I'm concerned. No, he wasn't. Ask Caleb. Ask Caleb. Caleb fucking hates this guy. And that's just even, this just like buries him deeper. Like, cause you can't, if you're the general manager of that team, you just like, it's just no. I mean, you're responsible for the coaching. You're responsible for operations. You're responsible for the scouting. You're responsible for the players. Yeah. Uh, general manager is not an easy. He doesn't job, deserve but... to come back, actually. Honestly, Stan? I don't. No, God, no. He doesn't even deserve to have a job in the NHL. <laughs> should be he begging for money. Should be begging yeah, for should. fucking money. I don't think Quinville should Orleans. come back either. Actually, he's the one who wanted to win. I don't yeah. think he should be back. I would never even consider it. Yeah, honestly. it'd be it'd be different if Kyle at the time like kept it hidden, but Kyle like went to these people and express that what was going on was fucking him up and then he wanted out and he wanted this to stop and nobody did anything so i can't say so nobody knew about it but all these guys knew about it like you know the only team i could see ever hiring joe quimbo i'm gonna be honest with you man because like teams don't want to take flack especially in this day and age so like the only team i could ever see hiring joe quimbo is in fucking montreal canadians because they draft sexual like sex offenders in the draft <laughs> so they got no yeah, trouble he fucking fit right in yes man he would he'd work perfect with their system they get on to go there so no i'll tell you what's gonna go go down he's gonna stay at the league in three years but in three years arizona's gonna start popping off and he's gonna go to arizona and work he's the low market doesn't get a lot of visibility he's gonna go there and uh and do some good coaching if they still have a team <laughs> yeah he might have to go to houston yeah go back uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all the news I got. Do you got anything? I think um, uh, I got a few. I mean, it's hard because we were going over two weeks worth of news there. Yeah. Um, Predators uh, prospect Luke Prokop. Um, yeah. Will donate ten dollars every shot he takes this season. So this guy's just a beauty. Where's he donating? I'm not sure. I didn't write that down. I just know that every shot he takes is donating ten bucks uh, to some some sort of charity. I think some. I think the Predators are matching it too. Actually. Oh, that's unreal. That's pretty cool. Where's he's he, a, he he's a defenseman he... who came out as he, he's yeah, a defenseman yeah. who came out as gay earlier this year, or last year, whatever yeah. it was. So where's um uh, where's he playing? He's playing in juniors, I think, or yeah. minors, wherever it is. But, uh, yeah, I don't he's think definitely he's doing minors. I think he's still in juniors because he just or maybe he did sign because he just signed his ELC, I think, yeah. uh, a year a year ago. Yeah. So this dude's making impacts in the league already, and he's not even that's, in it. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's sick. It's cool. I, I see be, somebody comment on Instagram. More, uh, I'd like to see that. more people do stuff like that. Like imagine yeah. if like Tom Wilson said, every suspension I get, I'm going to donate this much money. Fucking <laughs> Ryan yeah, Reeves, man. every every right hook I throw, I'm going to fucking donate. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I seen somebody comment on Instagram. This dude's going to be passing on breakaways. <laughs> I just that. <laughs> that, that was funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. That was a funny little joke. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what else I got here? 
Ben Hutton signs one year, 750K deal on Vegas. A little bit of depth there for Vegas on the blue line. Yeah. Decent defenseman. Um, I thought he was always good. I thought he was good in uh, in Vancouver. I just thought Vancouver was shit, and yeah. that's why he was doing so bad. Uh, former NHL player Andrew Burnett takes over as coach in Florida. And oh, okay, they found a replacement. I didn't know that. I just he was I assistant knew he was coach. Be an interim, interim assistant coach. So he's interim. Yeah, but but uh, he's played. He's coached two games now. They've won uh, one, and they lost the other one in overtime. So yeah, I still. I mean, they haven't lost a game yet this year. They're eight zero and one. So they're still looking pretty. Did good Carolina lose yet? No, they're seven and zero. I think. Jeez. They're playing again tonight, I believe. So we'll see if Anderson can keep his hot to streak alive. Yeah, you were like, I don't know if they bring it in two goalies is gonna fucking help. It's gonna make them shit. Fuck, man, they're doing good. They're hot too. Yeah, well, the, well, we're gonna review once this uh, season concludes. Where I think we should go back and just pay attention to what we said and just see who ends. I up want like- to because I I said Carolina was gonna be at the top of the division. So I'm really I went back and looked at our hot takes today actually. See how many I was getting right. I said, yeah. uh, "Do you think still think Kaprizov gets 100?" Yeah, 100. No, he doesn't. He, yes, he, he does. can't. He'd have to score like four points a game. No, 100 easy. <laughs> we'll see. Zach Common, do you think Zach Common still gets 80 plus? Holy Christ, no way. No way, man. He's over no. a point per game right now. Is he? No, yes, he's man. You see, he, he plays McDavid. <laughs> he's got like <laughs> nine or he's got like ten or ten or eleven points in. Oh fuck! I don't know that. I thought he was like, no, he's... I don't know. I for some reason I thought he got demoted and got put down on like a lower line. No man, he's got like I'm pretty sure he's point per game. I think he's exactly point per game right now. Shit, not bad. But uh, it's hard to keep too. that up. I said. And I, uh, I also I said, said the least when he called. I said, yeah, that's gonna be <laughs> fucking tough. Uh, they only got to get fourth in their division. Hey, man, though. you just gotta wait, man, to the playoffs. So we'll we'll do it a playoff. I'm sure when the playoffs roll around, we'll do it a hockey tank playoff bracket for both of us. So we'll wait. We'll, we'll, that's a discussion for later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I said uh, I said that Montreal makes the playoffs too. Fuck was I wrong? But I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I thought uh, I thought they're gonna have price by now. They're digging a hole, man. That's gonna be really hard. They're like what one seven or something. Dude, it's brutal. I think they've only won against Detroit. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like, when you get so far. That's like a lot of points you're losing. So, and especially in the Atlantic division, which is probably the toughest division in hockey, as far as I'm concerned. No, it's not, oh man. Fucking um, um, Metro, Metro. It's either the, the Metro or Atlantic. Tough. The Metro's tough just because I didn't think Pittsburgh and Washington were going to be good this year. So yeah, but in Atlantic, it... you got Boston, you got Florida, you got Tampa, you got Toronto, you got Ottawa. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got Ottawa. You got Detroit you got Buffalo. In there, fucking you got making Buffalo. waves. You got Buffalo in there. Buffalo is what you should be worried about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, they probably just – I mean, they probably came in there the 1st of October and was like, everybody thinks we're going to be shit this year. Let's, uh, Listen, let's fucking prove them wrong. I'll say something right now. If I'll make a deal with you right now. If the Buffalo Sabres – No, if the Buffalo Sabres uh, make it to the playoffs, uh, I think we sh- we've got the Buffalo Sabres jerseys. The I was thinking about getting one. I was gonna get a Darlene jersey the other day. Just no, say. you got to get a. We got to buy the NHL shop ones. Anderson on the back, customized. Oh my god, I'm gonna get Ocpozo. I'm gonna get Ocpozo. If if they make the playoffs, we get to spend the 250 bucks to get the authentic Buffalo jerseys. Jesus Christ, oh man, who do you think I am, Ben Hutton? I, think <laughs> I just signed a three quarter million dollar deal. 
No, I'm not going to make that bet because nobody's in their right mind spends 200 plus bucks on a Buffalo Sabre jersey. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think the Buffalo Sabres spend that kind of money on their jerseys. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Got any other news over there? Um, any big news? No, man. No more news for me and no more news for you. So I guess it'll, it'll be New Feet of the Week up next. Yes, sir. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll have a New Feet of the Week up for you up next. Hey everyone, thanks for sticking with us. Um, now it's time for the new for the week with our hockey historian himself, Caleb Smith. How are you today, man? Oh, I'm great. Happy Halloween, Trevor. You got a Thank nice you. costume you is, is that your actual mullet or is that a fucking wig? I can't tell. No, that's the wig, man. I wouldn't give myself that bad of a hack job. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a costume or anything? I'm not dressing up this year, man. I guess I'm just going as Caleb Smith. That's a fucking character himself there, I guess. So Yeah, true that. I, uh, <laughs> I had three saucy youngsters come to the door yesterday. It wasn't even Halloween. I was out at Cameron's. And these yep. three youngsters come in regular clothes at 3.30 in the afternoon <laughs> on a Saturday. It wasn't even, wasn't even Halloween. It was day four. It was like trick or treat. And I was like, what are you guys supposed to be? And they're like, gangsters. I'm like, what the hell? Never had hoodies, never had hats, nothing. I don't know. Oh. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, man. And I guess they couldn't get their candy. They couldn't wait to get their candy fixed on Sunday. So oh, I know. Yeah, they had the itch. They had the candy. <laughs> the candy craving. Anyway, geez, we can ramble, can't we? Um, you want to get on with Nick of the Week? Who are you talking right, sure. about today? Um. This week, we're going to highlight a defenseman from Grand Falls. So this is our first guy from Central Newfoundland that we're going to cover. And he goes by the name of Dave Pichet. Um, nice. Dave played in the 72 and 73 Quebec Pee Wee tournament, but he didn't play with a Newfoundland team. He actually played with a team from Quebec. So this would make me assume that he moved away at a really young age to play. Um, like I guess, I don't know if it was strictly to play hockey or maybe it was for personal reasons. Who knows? But... He, he wasn't in Newfoundland too long, but he was originally from Grand Falls. Um, in 78-79, he debuted with the Quebec Remparts of the QMJHL. And then in 80-81, he made his pro hockey debut with the Hershey Bears um, in the AHL. He also, in that season, he got called up for 46 games with the Quebec Nordiques, and he had 20 points in his uh, rookie season. So 20 points in 46 games as a defenseman, man, that's not bad at all. No, man, that's um, sick. In 81-82, his first, I guess you could say, first full pro season, he played 67 games with the Nordiques, and he had 37 points and 152 penalty minutes. Let's go. <laughs> you, could, you could throw around the weight then. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, 83-84, he was traded to the St. Louis Blues, where he only played 23 games. And in 84-85, he went to the New Jersey Devils, where he played 71 games and scored 57 points, which was uh, NHL career high. So, Jesus, 57 points in 71 games, man. Yeah, man. This guy uh, is the first Newfoundlander so far that's actually a fucking stud in the oh, NHL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's, he was a beauty. He played with New Jersey all the way up until 87-88, where he finished his NHL career with the New York Rangers. He only played six games. Um, he then immediately went to the second tier German league and finished out playing. Um, he played a year over in Europe, I guess you could say, but then he also split time with the Cape Breton Oilers in the AHL. 
So, um, Sweet. yep. His final pro season came in 89-90 with the Halifax Citadels of the AHL. So he played all the way up from 80-81 to 89-90 in pro hockey. Nice. Not a bad career. And he's, I'm surprised he didn't have a longer career. But those numbers must have been injuries or something. He could have been. I couldn't find much debt, like personal stuff on this guy other than stats. So who knows? I got, you're, I'm curious now as to why his career got cut short. Because yeah, his, I'll, uh, do a bit of, I'll do a bit of digging now for the uh, Instagram post. Yeah, man. Um, See what I can totally... find. I, man, it's, uh, I would like to have a reason why he moved away at such a young age. Maybe his parents just moved there for jobs or something. But Yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe like you knew he wouldn't get anywhere in Grandpa. So he said, fuck it, I'm going to move to Quebec and try and get to the NHL. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Pulled the old it Terry worked, Ryan, man. moved uh, yeah. across the country. <laughs> yeah. Get to him but, later. Um, Dave Pichet's total NHL career stats were 322 games played. He scored 41 goals, 140 assists for 181 points, and he also tallied 348 penalty minutes. That's insane numbers for a defenseman. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah, for back in the 80s too, right? Like, Yeah. Yep. Wow. Nice, yeah. I'd like to uh, – yeah, I'm going to have to do a bit of digging on this guy. Um, I don't know. I wanted to highlight him just because I usually we're dealing with guys from St. John's or the West Coast, like Corner Brook's been a popular spot. We yeah. highlighted one from Labrador already, so now it's time to go to Central. And yeah, uh, we got to spread the, it out. Yes, man. I'm try, trying to spread it out as best as I can, and I figured Dave Pichet was the guy for this week. Yeah, good call. No, that was great, man. Um, uh, Great numbers, man, for a defenseman, like we said. Uh. Love that he also chucked them 300-something penalty minutes in his career. That's nuts. Yeah, in 322 games, he scored. He had 348 penalty minutes. So he's averaging wow. over a penalty minute a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Decent. Awesome. All right. Um, thanks for bringing us that, Caleb. Um, do you have anything um, else on Dave, or should we leave it there? That's about it. I'm going to have to tune in for the Instagram post now and maybe find out why his career was cut so short. For sure. I'll see what I can find. All right, folks, stay tuned for – the lightning questions we have prepared next. Take it easy, and I'll see you next week, Caleb. See you, man. Hello, and welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to uh, the news and the uh, new fee of the week. Now we'll uh, get to some questions. Um, so these are going to be lightning questions, which means just quick questions about every team in the league. So... Uh, Steve is going to do the East teams, and I'm going to do the West. Uh, I guess we'll go in alphabetical order, and we'll just. Uh, Are we going to go question for question? I think. We yeah, should do I'd, that. I'd I'd say we'll just go one for one. Okay. For sure. Do you have yours in yeah. alphabetical or? No, I don't. I just got them just random East. Oh, East, right. Eastern Conference. So I'm just going to shoot a question yep. at you. And... Yeah, you do. You ask me whatever you you feel like. What okay. Do you feel like discussing? Well, I just got them in random order, so I'm going to shoot you a question. You shoot me a question, and we'll go from there. All right. Good, you want me to start? Yeah. Take care. All right. The Florida Panthers got a question on them. Do you think they're le legitimately a contender this year because they haven't got out of the first round and God knows when? Great question. Uh, big time, man. I think, uh, I think they've got a great team built. And I mean, they've got everything. If you look at it on paper, they got a solid D core. They got two like very competent goalies and they got probably the best forward core in the league. Like yeah, not, the like, four core Reinhardt Bennett Bennett goes off. Huberto, I mean, it's just deep. There's no, even their fourth line can score. I'd be looking at Hornquist, the score sheet sometimes. Yes, man. 
I'd be looking at their score sheet sometimes and fucking like fourth liners are scoring. I'm like, holy fuck, man. Like anybody on that team can score. Ekblad's playing like a really good, like, oh, yeah. De- I'd say he's the best too. defenseman in the league this year. He so could far. be out for Norris, man. Could be because he, he of his two way play. Uh, I mean, it's small hockey market, so he won't get very many votes, but he's playing really good. Yeah. So you, you think they're a contender? 100%, man. I think at least. Yeah, it depends who they play too, because like we were saying earlier, the uh, that division is kind of tough. Like if they get Toronto in the first round, though, that would be fun. That would be sick. That. I would love it's either that. it's going to be Toronto. One of them's going to break it. Breaks the curse, or Florida moves on. I feel like if that was the first round series, one of them going to win the cup. <laughs> yeah, I don't win the cup this year. We know so. Yeah, uh, I don't think so, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see. All right, All right, do you mind if I uh, – do you think they're contenders? I agree with you, man, everything you said. Nice. So. Uh, so I'll just hit you up with Anaheim. So how many points do you think Zegers puts up this year and how many points do you think Drysdale puts up this year? Um, I, think they're gonna, I think they're going to put up similar point totals. I think, no. I think Drysdale's got the offensive talent of uh, – number one defenseman in the future i he really can he can play that um really quick uh zone entry like pass the puck up enter the zone pass back to him you know just find an open lane to shoot the puck so i can see him getting anywhere from 20 to 30 points i can and i can see zegris getting anywhere from 20 to 30 points because i don't think anaheim scores enough and i think they're both going to get their points on the power play yeah rather that's than five actually on five. a good call I was saying I thought Zegers was going to get close to 40. I'd say Zegers puts up 30 to 35 I think Zegers gets more. Zegers probably gets eight or nine more points, but I don't think Drysdale is far behind them because they get their points on the power play. If you yeah. look when they're scoring, they're not scoring five-on-five five as often at all. Zegers is first-line center, isn't he? I don't know. I hope not. I think, I think so. Henry, I think Henrique has been playing a lot. Of oh, yeah. Too. I forgot he was there. Fuck. Yeah, so. Yeah. But they they get their points on the power play. You don't see them score five on five much. That's just the way Anaheim plays. No, and Anaheim's built as a defensive team too. Yes. Not a very good defensive team, but they play defensively. Yeah. So Hammer, what do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you a number. I'm gonna say Zegris with um 37, and I'm gonna say Drysdale with uh, 30. All right. No, I think uh, I think Drysdale gets 25. I think Zegris gets 35. I think. Okay, pretty similar, I guess. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, hit me up with your next question, man. Who do you got next? Um, do you think – I got Buffalo, and I'm saying, do you think they can actually be competitive for a full season? Not saying to make the playoffs, but do you think they'll be in the run for, like, below the wild card or even in the wild card if it's just a long shot? I think this team drops off. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what math equation or fucking formula you got to use to get – the answer to why they're playing so good right now, I guess it's just they're coming together as a team and saying, look, everybody thinks we're shit and we're not shit. Let's go out and prove them. But I don't think it's sustainable. I mean, you got a 40-year-old goalie. He's going to slow down, much like Mike Smith. They can't keep it up at their age. I mean, if they were like 25, 26, yes, they're young. They can go forever. But, I mean, they no, I don't think so. They got uh, They got an old goalie, a young defensive core, and just, I don't know. Just slow forwards. I don't know. They don't play a fast game, so they're gonna. They gotta slow down. I don't think they can sustain it. Okay. What about you? I think they play a very structured game, so I think they're gonna. 
sustain it to a certain point, but I don't think it's going to be high enough level to make the playoffs. I can see yeah, them being I, like eight or nine points at the playoffs, honestly, because that's how well they've been playing. Just, their structure is so good, man. They don't give up many chances. No, they play great with the uh, coach. I always forget this guy's name. Granado. Yeah, man. They, he plays – I mean, he coaches really structured. He's getting he's on the play that, like a team that doesn't have whipped into shape. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, – I, I just can't believe how nobody saw this coming. Just like – because on paper, they shouldn't be – they shouldn't be a good hockey club. Man. But they I've play been, great. I've watched like two – I think I've watched two or three Buffalo games. Two, I think, um, Buffalo games this year. I think that's the world record for the most Buffalo Sabres games ever watched. Watched honestly, in a year. Season. It's usually yeah. you get three I'm up seasons, there. three I'm games up. in. It's like, holy fuck, man, I can do this for all <laughs> I season. watched two, so uh, they play like New York Honors to me. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't watch them play, see, so I won't be able to tell you, but. They're just like, they just got structure, man, and they don't give up much. They get. The I would say that they pretty. score more than New York. Yeah, probably. They seem like they, they've got a better power play percentage or something like yeah their power play is good man Don, Don Olofsson it's really Olofsson cool. he's just he's shot. shots yeah. this year yeah. he's got a sick shot yeah mm-hmm. now your question um Arizona uh when does Phil get traded and uh do you think he gets traded and if so where to oh geez <laughs> um yes he gets traded um He's probably going to be like number two or number three on the trade bait uh, list when Trade Center rolls around. Yeah, I, I, I think it would be really cool if he goes back to Pittsburgh. Uh, do they have? I the can't cap see it. for him. I know. I'm not talking about cap because they you can retain salaries. Arizona's going to take the salary in regardless. Anytime you talk about fucking Tampa Bay, anyway, the first question should be: Are they going to put Kucherov on IR until playoffs anyway? So. They could fill that spot in pretty easily and just keep Cooch out again. Yeah, I could see him going to a team like Pittsburgh or maybe even a team like, you know, we're talking about Arizona retaining cap because nobody's going to take Phil Kessel as it is anyways. And Arizona's got so much room. Not talking about cap, I think I could see him go to two teams he's already been on, Boston or Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think Boston's Even though Boston needs a center. center. They need a center. I know, but I, I think that he'd just be a good fit there. Yeah, it'd be a lot of. Uh, I can't see him going to Boston. I could definitely see him going to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing off the top of my head, like of NHL teams, that would really want that scoring winger. Uh, I can't see anybody trading. Yeah, but I can't see a team who's not in the playoffs trading for him. So it's got to What's be a trade value. For maybe Phil? like Washington. Washington, maybe. Don't need them. They got Mantha now. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. That's enough. I'm trying to think of a team like maybe Calgary makes a move, but then again uh, the they Chuck got wingers. Goudreau. Yeah, they've got uh, who, Mangiapane's who doing good this year. Yeah, Mangiapane's on far. I think they're. I think they're all right. Um, what's know. the trade value on Phil? You think Not it's much. a first rounder? No, I don't think so. I think it's probably think it's a, a second, second rounder. Second and rounder, a maybe B prospect. I think it's a second rounder and a shittier level prospect. Not like amazing. Maybe no. like God was third or fourth round pick a few years ago, something like that. Maybe if now I know this sounds kind of a little bit far fetched. Oh my like god! Far-fetched. I heard the first two syllables of that. I know Seattle. exactly where to start. Maybe going. Seattle. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say trade fucking Matthews or something. Put him back in Arizona. No uh, man, I'm talking about Seattle. Maybe Seattle makes like a move. I know Seattle yeah. needs center depth too, but yeah, they need center depth, man. They already got Eberle. Brandon Tanev's playing good this year. 
It's just like what team wants – like I can't, I look at the teams here. I'm looking at them now, and it's like they all need centers. They don't need wingers. Well, I got a book here of all the rosters. Um, let's flip through real quick, see who needs them. Um, actually, let's not do that because that's going to take an hour. Um, <laughs> hit me with your next question. We're spending too long. These are supposed to be lightning questions. Okay, well, here. anyways, Pittsburgh. I got Pittsburgh or Boston. That's my answer for you. Regardless. I can see Pittsburgh for sure. Um, my question uh, it's about the Detroit Red Wings. Nice. I, I, I am, I'm going to ask you, is Raymond the best rookie in the league this year? 100%. Honestly. 100%, man. Who's better than him right now? Right now, no one. Uh, overall skill, I'd say only Caulfield's a uh, better goal scorer. I, I didn't know how good he was. Honestly, we drafted him at four, and I was kind of wanting Zegris, but now I'm happy as a clam. I think he's I, the best I couldn't rookie. have been happier with that pick. He's the best rookie in the league right now. I mean, name another rookie that got a hat trick so far. I mean, it was against Chicago, so I don't know if that <laughs> takes talk, away from. Don't be bragging about that. <laughs> um, there is no rookie as good as him. I don't think so either. The he only rookie him. that's, I mean, Moat Sider is already Detroit's best defenseman. You know, he plays like to me. Um, I've I've watched. I think I've watched one Detroit game this year. And I watched him, and he was kind of shifty with the puck a little bit, and he had a nice little quick shot. He kind of plays like Kucherov. Oh, yes, I yes, he do, man. Me. I thought you were going to compare him to another defenseman. No, I'm talking about Raymond. Oh, Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. Raymond kind of plays like Kucherov, man. Is that a fair comparison? He's shifty with the puck, and he's still got a good shot, and he can pass it well. He kind of does a bit of everything. Yeah, he's do you think he's that's got a, fair a better comparison? shot than I thought? And his passing is unreal, just like he can always find a passing line. Exactly. Doesn't that's like Kucherov. People there. Kucherov is great on the power play, getting it like across the ice. And that's what Raymond's like too. He is. I yeah. He, he reminds me of pass. he reminds me of Nikita Kucherov. Uh that's a fair comparison. Yeah. I think uh he's a bit taller than Kucherov, and I think he plays a uh, more physical game. I yeah. mean, actually, I don't know. I kind of take that back because Kucherov is pretty famous for hitting people from behind in the playoffs and gets suspended. So probably doesn't play bigger than him. <laughs> the Nazem Kadri special, I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my yeah, God. Yeah, I, I, for my money, Lucas Raymond is the best uh, rookie. I think you're right, buddy. Yeah, I'm happy you asked me that. Uh, that kind of fires me up. Thank you. Worries. Um, I'll ask you a question about Calgary, if you're all right with that. Yes, sir. Um, what do they need? Uh, to be a consistent playoff team or what do they need to add do they need to add phil kessel uh, jack eichel <laughs> 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 um i think they need um they i, lost I don't their know if they need defenseman and they lost their captain so that was a big cornerstone no doubt i think they need good depth honestly i think i've i've talked shit on monahan i've talked shit on Gaudreau. But the reality of that situation is you're not going to trade those players out and get good enough value back, especially exactly. at this time of the year. So I think yeah. they just need good depth, and that, that'll be able to get them on a good playoff run. Maybe, like I said, Phil Kessel. I mean, I know they got a lot of depth, but if you can get a guy for a second-round pick and you think you're going to go on a good playoff run, why not? It's, it's yeah. worth the risk. And if his deal's expiring, you don't have to worry about the cap beyond that year. So that's why I would say, like, if I was Calgary and they're still playing good, Trade deadline rolls around, just give up the pick, man. Like it's not the end of the world. You got Connor Zary and you got other guys coming up. So give up a yeah. nice pick. And- they definitely need it really drops off after that second line. 
Yeah. I mean, so they if got, they had uh, Phil Kessel there, man, Phil Kessel, like, um, I don't know. With I don't know where you'd have to put him. You'd have to play him second line with Monaghan because you're not put, you're not breaking up that top line. That top line is money this year. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think Japani's depth- playing good, too. See, that's – I think they need uh, depth to win. Yeah. I don't think they need to bring in a star player because they just – they don't need it now because they they got a lot of money spent on a lot of guys there, it seems like. I'll tell you what, it looks like they found their goalie. Jacob Markstrom's playing really good this yeah. year. I don't think they need to worry about goaltending either. No. They get, I, I who's their backup? Either depth or blue line, maybe. I don't even know who their backup is, man. Oh, it's yeah. a, a Vladar. Yeah. Yeah, Vladar. Yeah, he's he's decent enough. I don't know if he's really – You, I wouldn't want Markstrom to get injured or anything. But No, man, me neither. He's playing great, so. I think they and I got him defenseman. in fantasy too, so I really yeah. don't want him to get injured. I think they pick up a defenseman and a forward at the deadline and trade away a couple of picks. Yeah, I, I I think so too. I think the first round pick is untouchable just because like uh, they don't need um they don't need a player that they're gonna get with the first round pick. I think they definitely move their second or third though. Yeah, I see Phil Kessel going there, maybe a nice defenseman. Yeah, that's my answer to your question, anyways, buddy. Nice. Uh, All right. So scoring depth and a defenseman. I was thinking the same thing. I was more leaning towards defenseman, but definitely depth too on the forward core. Depth everywhere. Anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, my question to you is the New York Rangers. And I am asking, is Lafreniere and Kako, um, fuck, I phrased that wrong. Are Lafreniere and Kako going to have another poor year or are they going to step up to be the actual you know, where they were drafted, like up to that potential. What do you think? I think, uh, I think Kako has one more bad year. I think laugh ends it right now though. I think laugh is starting to turn it on. If you just watch like, uh, his, him playing, you can see why he was so effective in juniors. Cause this guy's always wide open. Like he's always mm-hmm. looking and waiting for a pass. I just, I just don't think he's gotten good enough bounces, but he will. He'll he'll turn it on this year. I think Kako has one bad year. I don't know. Kako's Kako, not in the lineup right now. So yeah, Kako's not quick enough or something. Like he's not quick enough to be effective. He has to, I don't know, work on his skating and be more of a powerful skater or something. Like he was he's drafted in the lineup as a now, so I think it's hard, it's it's hard for us to judge how he's going to do this year when he hasn't really played. But we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, but exactly. I, and he's injured too. So I don't know. They and changed the coach. So that's, I'm kind of thinking that a reason for that was like these young guys aren't scoring. So, well, Laugh is getting plenty of time on the power play and second yeah. line. Yeah. So he's they definitely get, getting his reps. He's just not getting good bounces and he's not. He's uh, starting to get a few points, though. He's getting a few he points. He is. Yeah. He scored a back uh, backdoor tap in mm-hmm. the other night. No, I think yeah. Laugh turns it on this year. I think Kako just because. How many points uh, Laugh Renier get? Uh, I think he gets 45. Yeah, I think he's around 40-something area. I think Kako – Depends how many games he missed. I think Kako could well, be Kako's around the probably going to be back at the end of November, early December. He's yeah, only I, out, think, I think he could he be around – He's only out two months, I think. I think he can be around a 30 to 40-point range as well, man, because, I mean, he's he's got all the talent. Yeah, see, I don't think he gets – I don't know. I don't think he gets the reps that uh, Laugh does. I think he gets outshined by Laugh. I mean, you you put laugh there, and it's like first round Canadian kid, and then you put like fucking Kako there, and he's like, oh, second second overall Finnish kid. Ugh, fuck that. We got <laughs> oh, first yeah, overall Canadian boy here. So I don't know. I think you get to shine <laughs> a bit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, do you think they have another poor year? Or you already said you think thirty or forty points. 
I think they're two or three years away from being really, really good hockey players. Both of them. Yeah. I think Lafreniere's ahead of Kako, though. Yeah, I think uh, Laf, I don't know, just gets first line. Do you think they play on the same line in the future? The That'd first be cool. line? That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. We'll wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask uh, you a question about Chicago? Go ahead, man. What else can you ask about this fucking shithole? The probably the only thing we haven't touched on, and that is, uh, does Flower ever turn it on this year, or do you think this might be his last year? Um, I think he doesn't turn it on. I think he probably has a really bad year. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't want him to because I love him. I think he has a really bad year, and I think he signs uh, somewhere else in the offseason. What if he signs in Pittsburgh? I think he signs in Pittsburgh, man. Holy I'm telling shit. you. Do they take he's he's making what? He's making eight or nine million a year? Seven. His contract's Seven. up this year though. Okay, yeah. So he's going so to free agency. He's gonna choose where he wants oh, to definitely. go. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. So I got a feeling he go to Pittsburgh for like two million bucks. That's his home, man. He spent most of his career there. So wouldn't yeah. surprise me. That's my I'm betting that he has a really bad year. Um, unfortunately, I don't want to bet that because I mean I like him. Yeah. I think he's one of the best, but I think he, He's in Chicago. There's kind of no hope. He's letting in four or five goals every night, and it's not his fault. I mean, defense. I mean, he's got no defense there. Yeah. So I think he's signed somewhere else next year to answer your question. That wasn't my question. Uh, do you think he turns it on though? Or, oh. yeah, sorry. Sorry. No. All right. I don't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I forgot you answered my question. Uh, you yes. can ask me one now. Carolina. Yeah. Is Freddie Anderson the biggest steal in free agency this year? I'm trying to think of who else was in free agency. Seth uh, Jones. No, he was traded. No, so he's right? traded. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Uh, what's his deal like? I think it's around four mil, four and a half. Oh my god, he's playing like a nine million dollar goalie right now. I don't think yeah. he's lost. He, I don't think he's lost a game. He hasn't. Carolina has no, he's lost seven zero. Oh man, he's playing unreal. I he's got like he a nine thirty save percentage. Yeah, I, I think he definitely is, man. I uh, I don't know what happened in Toronto to make him kind of lose that injuries, injuries, man. He was injured all last year. Yeah, Fuck. and when and when he was playing, he was playing injured. Fair so, enough. Yeah, that's I, right. I think the Leafs just were, were, were like, man, like he never had a good year. He's injured. We just kind of want to move on and get somebody who's like not gonna be injury prone because he was picks up Morazic injured year. first game. Yeah, that's just shitty luck, man. Oh my god! But yeah. uh, I don't know. Morazic was injury prone anyway. He was out like all last year with a broken pinky yeah. or something. So that that doesn't really make sense to me that they got an injury prone goalie. They'd let him leave, and then they picked up another injury prone goalie. So I don't know. I mean, it's Toronto, him. man. It's Toronto. Right, Campbell's a guy, anyways. Yeah, it looks like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think he definitely was the biggest steal, just because nobody else comes to mind right now that was even close to performing like he is right now. I think he's the best goalie in the league right now. I mean, I you can't he, argue with his win percentage. It's 100%. Yeah, he's the best goalie in the league right now. There's no doubt because he hasn't lost a fucking game. You can't – I mean, overall in the league, I wouldn't say he's the best goalie. But as of right now in the second, he's playing like the best goalie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, apparently not. Sorokin won fucking player of the week over him. But Yeah, fuck Sorokin. I'm give Verlamov in there for the hockey pool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for the fantasy. That'd be good on points for fantasy, for yeah. sure. Um, Colorado, does McKinnon 
finally get more than 100 points in his career. The closest time he's been, he got 99. 99, yeah. I think 2019, he got 99. Does he finally get over 100 or no? No, no. No. No, I don't think so, unfortunately. I think he hovers around the 90, 90 points, 95 points, 96. Um, He missed a few games already. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's above point. He's above point per game. I mean, he's going to be every year, but I think he just, I don't know. I think he's just a noty point player. And I think he's the second best player in the league. I do. I think he is too. But I don't think, sure. I think Drossado puts up more points. And I think Drossado puts up more points because he's on the same team as McDavid. Not saying that Drossado can't carry it. Let's be honest. If McDavid wasn't there, I see Drossado point totals wouldn't be as high. He's the Malkin. He's the, he's the Malkin version of this era. He's, listen, if Drysdale played in Dallas or let's say somewhere else where there was no McDavid, he's not getting 115, 120 points a year. He's not, man. I'm telling you, he's he's getting 80 or 90 points. Yeah, that's that's a fair statement, honestly. Yeah, I think Drysdale will any, get more points. Any play, any play that he gets a point on, McDavid's usually involved as well. I, I think if he was on any other team, he'd be more like McKinnon point totals, which is like 90 close to 100. But I think McKinnon's a better player than Drysdale, honestly, because he runs. I think a... he's a better individual player too. But yeah, yeah, um, that's fine. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he breaks hundred points. Um, what did I say? I said Pittsburgh. I got is Mike Sullivan a top five coach in the league? Um, that's number much one. My question. Number one. Number one coach in the league. Number one coach in the league. Imagine coaching a team that doesn't have Crosby, Malkin, Latang, or Gensel. And he's done it for several years in a row. Yeah, he's done it with or without good players, man. Number one for me. And yeah. uh, he's, he's brought this team way farther than they should have been right now. Yeah. But the players – and he always he, – he knows how to utilize, like like we were talking about earlier, just like rookie players that are just coming into the league. He knows how to make them good players. I think he's the second-best coach in the league. His first. Uh, Trots from New York. Oh, yeah, fair enough. And John Cooper's got to be up there too. But I guess John Cooper's coaching a lot of skill over there. Yeah. So I feel like trots can work with anything. That's why. And that's kind of like Mike Sullivan. They're both kind of, they can work with whatever. They can put a good team on ice no matter how much, how many skilled players I have. So that's why I think trots is first. And I think Mike Sullivan's probably second. Yeah. That's mine. No, you're right. I, I, I forgot about trots there for a second because what he did for New York, like New York, like, was yeah, but garbage. I mean that's a good that's a good pick, man. No one's gonna argue with you if you said Mike Sullivan's the best. I, I, yeah, it's uh it's close. I'd say it's like one A, one B, or somewhere something like that. Like yeah, they're really good coaches, regardless. For sure. Um, I got a question about Dallas. Which goalie do you think uh they move on from? Because there's no way they got to stay with, you know, they got four starters. They got uh, well, not four starters, but four really good uh, goalies in Ottinger, Hudobin. Um, Bishop and Holtby, which one do you think they move on for? I think they keep three of them, but I think one has to go. I think they want to move on from Hudobin, honestly. Oh, yeah, I think so. Too. Well, it's just an age thing. I think he's still a good backup goalie, though, and he still brings a lot of experience but, for like, like, Ottinger. Bishop's always injured. Like, what? I don't know. Bishop's not doesn't really provide much at this point as creator. No, as far don't. as I'm concerned. So I, I think they want to get rid of two of them, Bishop and Hudobin, and I think they want to go with Holtby and Ottinger. Yeah, I didn't think Holby was going to be as good as he is this year. He's, he's thought, playing well. Yeah, I guess it was just Vancouver kind of bringing him down because last year he had a terrible season. Sometimes, you know, you don't fit with certain teams just the way it goes, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, for sure. I think they. I don't think they move on from Ottinger because that, that's their future goalie. I think. I think they're, um, he should be in the net now more. I think they're just like going a little bit slow with his development for some reason. They can't. They got fucking four goalies, man. Exactly. I think. Uh, I guess Bishop's not playing. Teams. Bishop must be living life, dude. He's probably out there drinking fucking mimosas every day and fucking walking around Dallas, being yeah. like getting paid all this money. Nobody knows. Who I don't he is remember the last the time follows hockey in Dallas. I don't remember the last time I've seen like. Ben Bishop like suit up for an NHL game, dude. It was in LA. No, he played in Dallas, man. I never watched him in Dallas. Yeah, he uh, played I like every time I ever watched Dallas. Dallas. I watched him in LA. Or no, like, yeah. I don't even think I did. He was only there for a week. Yeah, he was the goalie. He brought, remember, he brought Tampa to the finals like 2015 or something. 15, 2015. Yeah, it was the year before Vass came in. Yeah, <laughs> times change. Hmm. What's your, next, uh, what's your next team there, buddy? I like that quote I said, times change. <laughs> times change. Yes, sir. Um, what what'd you say? <laughs> what's your next question? Um, Washington. All right. Uh, does, does Ovechkin reclaim the rocket this year? 60 goals. 60 for Ovi. He's red hot right now. He's got nine goals in five games. Nobody can touch this guy when it comes to scoring. Maybe like Manjapani. Or something, but no. that's it. <laughs> he's the best but, goal scorer. Yeah, yeah. Right now for this year, I mean, uh, I don't know. I thought Matthews was going to come out of the gate hot, but he's taking a slow start to the season, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, hurts him in his chances of getting the rocket because you got to get the goals now when teams because you it's going to be Just hard to get them at yeah. the end of the year. You know, you're yeah, not going to be right. getting as many goals unless unless you're Zabinajad like April. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Ovi definitely gets the rocket this year. Yeah, he's, I think so. He's my too. front runner for sure, and I yeah. think everybody else is too. Yeah, definitely. I got a question about Edmonton. How far do you think they realistically go in the playoffs this year? I think they go like I can see them making the conference finals. Really, Nick David, man, just just Nick David. <laughs> Simple. Yeah. I can answer your question with one fucking word. Make David. That's one word. That's right? two. No, that's bro. two words. Uh, no, that's a no. That's the point, and I think that's everybody else's point. But do you think McDavid gets burnt out this year, having to think, drag his team through the regular season I don't think, and then drag them through playoffs too? I don't think he does because I think they got a lot of good depth there. I know a lot of it's older players and everything, but like Warren Fogle's fitting in really good, and then they got Derek Ryan, wins a lot of faceoffs and. Zach Hyman like just plays a like, type of game where like he, he shows up every night. So yeah, and Mike uh, Mike Smith is injured right now, but when he wasn't, he was playing good. And Koskinen isn't actually playing like a total shit bag. Either, I don't. So. Yeah, he's he's playing decent, but I don't like Koskinen. I think they I should... don't either. He's he's a little bit overpaid. Actually, a lot overpaid, man. He should be getting paid like two million a year, and he's getting four. I feel like if they had a tandem at Edmonton, it would be like a solid tandem of like a younger goalie, someone in their like mid twenties would look a lot better. But yeah. I think I I can see him having a good year, especially after last year and what happened. Yeah, I think I think McDavid and Drysdale just gets burnt out. Like McDavid's probably going to score for one hundred and fifty points this year. Mm-hmm. like he's fucking he's unreal and he is, uh yeah. like i don't know his way of just like it seems like he could just score at will like any play like it looks like he could just go through everyone i love watching edmonton play him like i i'd almost go on my phone every time like mcdavid's not on the ice and then when mcdavid's on the ice i'd look up yeah you get to watch yeah everybody watches it's crazy when McDavid's on the ice. yeah 
uh, yeah. So you think conference final? I think first round. No, I think man. There's a certain level of burnout. I think they got to – I don't know. I think they're going to – it's inevitable that McDavid wins a cup. Yeah, he's too good not to. Even Gretzky said that. I think he wins one in the next two, two to three years, regardless. I like to see it, yeah. You can't stop players like that from winning the cup. It just doesn't yeah. happen. Lemieux got his cup. Gretzky got his cup. Crosby got his cup. Ovechkin got his cup. McDavid's going to get his cup. Yeah. They all do when they're that good. For sure. Yep. Uh, Mariner's going to get his cup. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We'll I'm see. joking. We'll see. He's not under the same level. We know that. Spezza's going to get his cup more likely. He's like. Does like Jumbo this... Joe get his cup with Florida? I hope so. I hope so too, man. God, I hope Marlowe like signs bring in Florida. Marlowe too. Yes, I hope Marlowe signs for 700K in Florida and trade deadline. Put him on the fourth line. Yeah. Really Imagine time. him and Joe. Imagine the plays they'd make passing around. Yeah, imagine the plays they'd make if it was 2008. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What's the uh, next question? <laughs> I got the Islanders here. Uh, yeah. I'm wondering, can the Islanders have another good year in the playoffs, or is this the year where they kind of miss out uh, on a nice run and uh, get knocked out in the first round? I'd say serious cup contenders, man. They, uh, yeah. they, they, unlike what I was saying about Edmonton, like there is no player that gets burned out in New York because they don't play a, you know, a high flying game. It's just it's structured, easy game. And I don't know, like Lou brings in pieces to that fit that make them work. And Trotz just puts the players on the ice for it, it gives them the best percentage to win the game. So I don't know. I think, I think they're serious cup contenders. I'd say, conference final if not uh even stanley cup final i'd say they're right up there in the odds with uh with tampa bay or chicago or uh, carolina yeah that's a good choice well how far do you think they get i think they have just one of those years where they kind of just don't every good team has one of those years first round had it against columbus every good team so i i can't see them i don't think they have enough to win the cup honestly well you, you say that, and you say, oh, they don't have a superstar. Well, they got Barzell, but he's not coached like you'd coach a superstar. He's coached just like an average Joe. So that's why I guess they don't stand out. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just something about New York Islanders. I just don't look when I think about cup contending. I, I think they're a cup contender, but I just don't think they're going to win a cup. Yeah, <laughs> usually, uh, usually every team uh, has like three things. They have a one and two punch down the middle. I mean, they got Barzell and – I can't even name their other center. Pajot. Like second. Who? Pajot. Isn't it? Pajot's their second liner. Second or is it center. like Brock Nelson? Uh, is either Brock oh, yeah, Nelson it could be Brock Pajot. Nelson. Well, yeah, every team usually has a one and two punch down the middle. They usually have a cornerstone, like superstar defenseman, and they got um, a number one goalie. Um, New York Islanders have a tandem situation. like 50, They're not 50 built right like now. that. They're built different. <laughs> yeah, they are. Different. And they don't have a superstar goalie, and they don't have a, like, a rock solid one and two punch. So they got a really good top pairing though. Pollock and Pollock. It's one of the best yeah. defense pairings in the league though. As a I'd unit. Say it's definitely up there, but it's not like one is a superstar and the other one is like above average. It's, it's kind as of like a unit, just above average as a unit. Like I said, I don't really watch uh New York Islanders game. So I've never even seen these two play. I've just heard how good they are. And, but they, they don't show it on the score sheet. eh? 
It, it must just be like they bring in tangibles. That they just play really good in their own zone, man. Fair enough. Yeah. So no, I definitely think they are their cup contenders this year. Okay. That's fair. Los Angeles is Kopitar's offensive uh, production uh, solely due to the addition of Dano taking some pressure off of him defensively. No, I don't what think is so. The, what is the sole um, uh, or the key to Kopitar's offensive production this year? Then uh, I think that's Kopitar. I think he's just one of the best players in the league. Yeah. He's a top 20 player in the league. I think it does play a role. You know, Kopitar used to have to play like PK because he was always like so good defensively. He was always like relied on in any five on five defensive situation for like in his own zone, must win face offs and stuff. And I think that's uh, taken yeah, off. You're right. You're right. You're right. He doesn't have the, that just gives him he a lot have the... more, I don't know, energy to make offensive plays this year. Yeah, he's not relied on to do everything as much anymore, I guess. But uh, from a skill standpoint, I, I think he's just. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously, like. But obviously, I, it helps when he doesn't have to go on every penalty kill and stuff. So yeah, you know, you're making a good point. I'm gonna. Yeah, take that was it back. kind of thing of my question because I heard it on uh, Elliot Friedman's podcast, Thirty One Thoughts, or I guess Thirty Two Thoughts now, and it kind of like sparked my uh, interest in it. And I was like, I didn't think about that before. How important Deno's role is in LA. Until, yeah, you know, until said that. when you say it like that, yeah, the way you phrased it then when we discussed it. Um, and that's how Elliot, Elliot um, phrased it too. And it blew my mind how I never thought about it and how that kind of went so under the radar in this uh, year's offseason. Yeah, that definitely plays a factor into his production, though, when you think about it. You know, just takes yeah. a few minutes off him when the defense exactly zone. gives him a bit more energy, frees him up for more, yeah. I don't know, offensive mm-hmm. uh, production. You're right. And I got a question for you now about Boston. Um, All right, let's hear it. If the top line is shut down in Boston, can they still win a playoff series? Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna. I don't think. I don't think Hall is good enough to drive that second line. As good as Hall is, and he is really good, I don't think they they need one more piece. They need a sentiment for that second line that actually be driven. I think yeah, their depth guy, is all right. The guy I was thinking is like David Krejci, man. He'd probably fit in really well there. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that before, man. Jeez. Yeah. Too bad he's in like Czech Republic. Yeah. He's playing with friggin', I don't know, Yammer Yager's kids or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think they are, man. They rely on that first line way too heavily for them to go farther in the playoffs. Yeah. I think they, they, they miss a couple of the depth pieces, but. Uh, it is what it is. They need a second line center and they need uh honestly that's it. I think their depth is all right. A lot of their players go under the radar just because they're defensively minded uh, on their forward core. You don't see them on the score sheet, so they don't come up much. Mm-hmm. But I think they have uh, a rock solid uh squad there, and but they do rely too much on the uh on the top line. They need I think a they do too. second line center to help drive offense with uh Hall. Mm-hmm. Well. Do you think Malkin maybe is a uh, is if you're saying he is a trading piece? Do you think he might go there in the uh, in the uh, maybe that would work? It, yeah, man, for sure. He's used to being a second line center. Yeah, that would work. I think that'd be a really good fit, actually. 
Spring Malkin and Kessel to Boston. Oh my God. What a squad you'd have. What a second line you'd have, Hall, uh, Malkin, and Phil. Holy yeah, shit. That'd be insane. That'd yep. be insane if it was 2014. Yeah. And if Malkin wasn't a piece of glass this year. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, what's your question, buddy? My question for you is um, Minnesota. Now, I wouldn't bring this question to anyone, but since you're, uh, since you're a fan, I want to ask you who, uh, who you think gets more points this year, Greenway, Fiala, or Zuccarello? Zuccarello. Yeah. This was wrote a while ago before he started popping off on that top line. Um, who do you think gets more points out of Greenway and Fiala? Jesus, that's a hard one because I feel like they're pretty. I thought um, uh, I thought Fiala was going to do a lot better this year. Fiala had that one good year in Minnesota where everybody really talked about him a lot. Yeah, um, I think he's a solid player. I don't see him as a top line player. He's a good I second line did. piece. I always did see. I thought he was. I thought he was uh, going to be a superstar in Nashville. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it. He's more of a second line winger, kind of like a Jaden Schwartz, somebody like that. Just Pretty much really good second-line winger. Good comparison. I like that. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think Greenway has the potential to score more points, honestly. Greenway is just a big He's a power body. forward. Power forward. Yeah, he's power forward. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. going to say Zuccarello first. I'm going to say Greenway second. I'm going to say Fiala third. Nice. And that's my question. question. Um, yeah. I, would put, I would put Fiala above Greenway, but I'd still have Zuc at one. Mm-hmm. Norwegian Prince. Yes, sir. <laughs> Anyways, I got a devil's question for you. All right. Does Mercer stay in the lineup for 82 games uh, despite, like, if there was an injury? Like, if there's no injuries, does he stay in the lineup? I think so. For yeah, sure. me too. He, man, the devil's organization are giving him a lot of praise this year, saying we didn't know how good this kid really was. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, he definitely stays around. and I think he's got a guaranteed role on the uh, middle six now for – Pretty much his career. I don't think anybody bumps him out because you said he's playing power play. I think he's got a guaranteed role in the top six if he keeps it up for the year. I don't know. I'd put a middle six. I'd say uh, two or three. I don't. He's think that he... good, man. He's that good, man. People underestimate this guy. I feel like everybody from Newfoundland's a bit humble with him and underestimates his potential. But man, he's just as good as fucking New Hook. As simple as that. He's. I. I didn't think he was at first, but I've. I've watched him, and he's such a fast skater, man. I, th- I think he's a complimentary player in the top six, sort of like a Zach Hyman in a sense. I don't know if he has this drive, like, because Zach Hyman is just one of those unique players where he just shows up every night. But I think he's a yeah. complimentary player to a top two center his yeah. whole career. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't see how you can take him out right now. He's playing lights out for a rookie. I mean, mm-hmm. like, coming in your rookie season, like, he would. He had no expectations. Like he was like a top five pick. Like he yeah. didn't have big expectations. I think he met or exceeded everyone's expectations. Definitely. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm gonna hit you with a Nashville question. Um, if they miss the playoffs, do they tear it all down, or do they keep trying to make this team a winner? I hope they tear it down. <laughs> David Poyle needs to just check himself into a retirement home. He's been in, in Nashville for like 20 plus years. I mean, the mostly what he does is sign pretty m- mediocre contracts that don't turn out well. 
and he had like a couple good years there. But other than that, Nashville's kind of just been on the fence. I think they need new management. I think they need new players. I don't think they're going to win with the this middle of the road team with yeah. overpaid centers. Yeah, that I think it happened often. Montreal last year was kind of an anomaly where they uh, where they weren't expected to do anything and they went right to the top finals. I mean, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen too too often. So. Yeah, and Arvidsson's gone to LA, and they got Cody Glass back in that three-way deal, and he's in the minors. So really, yeah, give this man a shot, man. Cody Glass is sick. Yeah, I think he's not... by the end of his career, he'll end up in Chicago. He played Some... for the Port, uh, Portland Winterhawks, and they're yeah. kind of like a ripoff of Chicago's like uniform and stuff. So I don't know. I can only see him in like. Those colors for some reason now. And maybe, maybe when he puts jersey back on like that, he'll feel at home and he'll start scoring. Pretend exactly. he's a juniors again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to answer your question, I I think they do need to fix it all. I don't think they're gonna win. Well, they might not, but like they just need to realize that they're not gonna win Stanley Cup with what they got. Yeah, the problem is Yossi is in his prime right now. Yossi is a is a Norris candidate this year too. He's on fire this year. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He scored that like he's four points scorer. in one game. He got two goals and two apples in one game. You know there's issues when your defenseman's your leading scorer every year. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, you know you got you know your Nashville when your defenseman is also your best forward. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I don't see how they can keep trying to make this a playoff team. They got two bad contracts in Duchesne and Johansson. And yeah, I don't know. I don't, those are unmovable contracts. I don't know why they took on that contract from Ottawa. Mm-hmm. I think rough right. contract, man. I guess they seen something in Duchesne that wasn't there or did, or he had something and lost it, but it's officially not a slump anymore. If you're, I don't know. Oh, he's not a, he's not a good player anymore. Like he was Duchesne. I thought, I, I thought he was on the, the Olympic team in Sochi, but he's nowhere near that now. Yeah, man, he was unreal back in the day, like in Chicago or Jesus, Colorado. Yeah. Like uh, when McKinnon was just starting to come on the scene, like 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Duchesne was sick. but He's yeah, nowhere he near that it. player now. Well, he got paid, so that's good. Yeah, he goes a fuck. He get a Range Rover. <laughs> yeah. Do you got a question? I do, man. I'm at Columbus now. Uh, yeah. Should they focus on rebuilding? Or winning because they're in a weird spot. Yeah. Um, they it seems like they win games, but they like half rebuild. Yeah, they definitely should focus on a rebuild. They've they should build a team to win when Boquist is in his prime. Now, when you got Boquist coming up, um, when he's in his prime, Wierenski will probably be twenty eight, so he's still be in his prime then. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think of forwards, and they they got Kent Johnson, Cole Sillinger coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They definitely need more offensive production in Columbus. So I think their defense is fine. I mean, I don't see any problems back there except losing Seth Jones, but he wasn't really much of a defenseman. He was just like a point producer kind of thing and just a big body back there. Um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think their defense is all right for the spot they're in, but they definitely need to add a piece, Um, a small piece, just like a, a solid, like, six six and seven defensemen maybe for injuries and they need to add like more in the top lines of their uh of their forwards i think their depth is fine though i think they're just gonna draft and just wait honestly I, I don't, yeah yeah don't, i kind of ran anybody you, you pretty much just fucking 
summed it up then yeah summed it up I in three words <laughs> yeah you should definitely take uh, their gm slap him a couple times and say fucking stay out of free agency buddy yeah. fucking stay out of it stay out of it you're not we're, you're not that guy pal you're two or three years of guy. draft and then sign somebody yeah yeah for sure they nice. definitely need a couple of years just to slow down take the time and just think about the long run here mm. yeah good answer thank you sir good question all right on to san jose um is this team a playoff team do you think and um or do you think uh and do they bring back uh Merlot, if so, or Marlowe, if they are. That was kind of a that was kind of a weird question. I need to say that again. I feel like is this team a playoff team, and do they bring back Marlowe if they are? I uh, don't think they're a playoff team. Playing some good now, though. Uh, you know what? I think they're a wild card team. I think that's a better way to put it. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I think that if they do make it, it'll be in the wild card. And I think if they do make it, they're gonna probably lose in the first or second round. I feel like yeah. San Jose is the type of team that could probably make it to the second round just because of the experience and and whatnot. But I feel like it's just a second round exit. They're not. No, I can't. They don't have it to win the cup. And I think I don't think they're gonna sign Marlon. Honestly, I don't. I think they're in a different direction. They just they're moved on Pat, from him. So I I think if they do make it in the wild card, they could go to the second round. But you never know. Yeah, I think they are a playoff team just because the weak division. It's only Edmonton and uh, and geez, who else is in top of that uh, division? Fuck, is it Vegas? No. Uh, why am I so bad? Uh, it's Vegas and Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, Seattle, Anaheim, Los Angeles, and San Jose. See, I think so, I mean, Seattle kinda... makes it over San Jose. I don't think Seattle makes it. I think I don't, San Jose I don't look, makes it over Seattle. I don't look into the first 10 games to the season too much. That's I don't fair. let that dictate the rest of the season for me. Yeah, it's good Good thing you're a Leafs fan. <laughs> yeah, <you're> like... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah. attribute for a Leafs fan, I meant to say. Yeah, I guess so. I don't look too much into the first 10 games of the season. <laughs> uh, jokes, I'm kidding. Uh, Toronto's going to okay. turn it around. Speaking yeah. of Toronto, do you got a Toronto question since we're on the topic? I do. We're not there yet. Okay. I got them wrote in order. I don't want to mess it up and lose my lose yeah, track there too. Yeah. Um, my question for you next is Philadelphia. Okay. Um, are the Flyers good enough to actually make a run, or are they just fucking mediocre? Not in this division. I think they have to wait for Pittsburgh and Washington to drop off until they actually make a decent stab at a cup run. They're they're not winning the making the playoffs. If Pittsburgh and Washington keeps playing as good as they are, they can't. It's uh it's impossible because there's teams like Islanders and Canes too that gotta get in. I don't see yeah. this is the toughest division in hockey right now. And I can't see Philadelphia breaking breaking in. They're only playing mediocre right now. They're not playing like unbelievable. No, I think Philadelphia is just gonna be a middle of the pack team for pretty much. They got the they gotta be until some of these teams drop off. Till Crosby and Ovechkin and everybody's done. Exactly. They're not going to be able to break through mm-hmm. um, yeah, and beat, right. beat out those teams. Yeah, you're right, man. Good answer. Thanks. Good question. Two good questions in a row. Jesus, look at us. Yes, uh, I got a Seattle question. Um, okay. If they aren't a playoff team, um, come trade deadline, who do they sell? If Do they sell anyone? Hmm. Definitely not the goalies. No, I think they got the uh, Ari Tandem there. 
Uh, for defense, who do they? I don't think they sell much of anything. I I feel like they brought guys in who signed deals who want to be there. I feel like if they trade somebody, it's going to be somebody like a dance goalie or somebody like that. Somebody who's not going to fit you a whole pile of goods. Yeah. I can't see them trading off guys like Schwartz and Everlay. I mean, they, that's their identity. If they don't make it, I think they're just going to draft and they're just going to take it slow. I can't see them being big sellers because of just I got, you know, uh, coming into it. I got two names to throw at you. The first one is Giordano. I know he's their captain, but he's old. He's getting older, and he's still a good defenseman. And, I mean, what does Seattle gain by keeping them there if he's if they're not a playoff team? And they can get a lot of value for defensemen. We know how valuable defensemen are in this, in this day and age. So do you think they might move him? I think it's a good thought, but I think it's a 0% chance. Yeah. I think I mean, he's they just part of their identity now. And that's kind of the cornerstone. But he is getting up there in age. It's a good um, idea. But it's I, just I not... think they might. I think they might just because I, I can't see yeah. them gaining anything from keeping them there. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but I just if you do that, you give a guy to see, you don't trade him off like 50 games later. I I I think they're building a they're at a long term goal and they just want to be competitive in the meantime. So I can't see them doing that. I think that'd yeah. be a bad look for them. I think that'd be a bad reputation. Yeah, I think, yeah, and that's the thing, too, the reputation. It's like, what message does that send to the players? They're not going to want to sign in free agency if they know they just traded a captain 50 games after he was named it. So Yeah. Um, and another name I got is Brandon Tanev. Do you think they trade him? Oh, fuck. He's a, he's a good uh, playoff player, and he's uh, he's got grit and he's got skill. He's scoring. He got like six or seven goals this year. Got six. I don't know how many he scored last year, but I tell you, he didn't you score know, six. It's a good, it's year. a good, it's a good idea because he's probably not going to score like that consistently after this year. Let's be honest. Yeah, I think he's just got great trade value right now. So if he keeps yeah. this up, I but mean, he's not going to. It's impossible to keep this pace, but. But my answer is no because again, uh, it's their identity now. They want to. I don't think they're a team that's going to just sell everybody for a couple of picks. I don't think they're that team. I hope not because that's no way to build a franchise, man. You no. can't, uh, can't do that. Sweet. Good answer. Uh, what's your Thank next you. question? Three Pete. Yep. Okay. I think they do. I think good they answer. Do. They, uh, they got rid of their fourth line and Gord, but I, I mean, it doesn't look like it made a huge difference. They kind of replaced it with guys like Perry and, uh, and who else did they bring in? They brought in Boris Kachuk. It's fine. He's a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they do. Honestly, who do you think wins it this year? Toronto man. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I got to stick with my prediction I made at the start, man. You I can't stick with your guns, man. Yeah. Just, man, no matter what happens, I got to stick with it until they officially eliminated from playoff contention. That ever happened. So, Fair enough. I'm gonna say no, but I know why you're saying yes. I think they do. I think they only. I mean, a team that good and that close to the cap only loses their fourth line. And one player to Seattle. I think uh, it was a tough loss for Gord, but I mean they got players to fill that role, and I think they're pretty structured and good coached. So I think they, I think they three peat. The only reason they don't three peat is because they they're tired. You know, they just they've been playing hockey like the most hockey out of any other team for the last three years. So yeah, tired mm-hmm. guys are banged up, stuff like that. Well, I and they got the best goal in the world. I'd be hard pressed to hear an argument where Vasilevsky isn't the best goal in the world. There isn't one, yeah. not a valid one. 
no and if there is one it'd just be like opinion or something or bias yeah bias yeah sweet yeah i think they three peat and you think toronto wins the cup so we'll have to see <laughs> i'm gonna be a fucking joke there's gonna be memes made about me, me when we start getting the following yeah <laughs> we need a uh, spit and chicklets memes guy we need a hockey yeah. tank memes guy yeah i don't think we're good enough for that yet <laughs> no maybe in a couple of years man if anybody's yeah. listening wants to make a meme account feel free you've got my uh but they got to be funny memes they got to be good memes you can't just say yeah. like i don't know not 2010 yeah, memes <laughs> um i got a question about st louis uh who do you think has the better year robert thomas or jordan Cairo? Jordan Cairo, I think he's got way more offensive potential. Oh, I think Thomas got more potential, but Cairo is definitely having a good season. I think Cairo's got more skill. He can shoot the puck better. And I think he can pass the puck better. But he's definitely I got better hands, I think. I think he can shoot and pass the puck better. I think Thomas is a good like power forward type of player. Seems like he's good like just playing two way game, but I, I don't. He's a good two-way player. A, I'll give. Yeah, I'll agree. I don't with think that. he has the offensive attributes of a guy like Kairou. So that's Fair my enough. reasoning there. I think yeah. that's pretty much simple as that. I just think Kairou's got more offensive skill than Thomas, but I'm not saying that he's gonna. He's a better player because you need two-way guys, but I I think he has more skill. So that's pretty much my answer. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's Thomas, but he hasn't shown much this year, and I. Don't even think he's in the lineup. I haven't seen him on score sheets or anything this year. Nice. Another rough year, I guess. Yeah, man. That's too bad. I'm I'm still rooting for that guy though. Yeah. He got a cup ring. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. My go. Yep, here we go. Toronto Maple Leafs question. Nice. If they get in a rough cap situation within the next couple of years, who is the player that goes? realistically now don't say john Tavares because we both know john Tavares is going nowhere that was my pick man i don't think you can pay a uh, a second line center that much money he's a, yeah, well, i mean uh i don't know second line I, center who lit up detroit last night with three points hey you chill out now you chill <laughs> out. he's making more than the entire detroit roster so Listen, buddy. He better be putting up three points. I'm talking about realistic options. You know you're not trading your captain who has full no move. Full no move. Yeah. No, I guess. Yeah. And he wants to stay there, obviously, because that's his home. I guess somebody could be moved. I was going to say Nylander, but honestly. He's on too good of a deal. Nylander's, yeah. He's He's the only good deal there. Yeah. So, I I can't trade him. You can't trade Matthews. That's, I don't know. He's probably going to win like five Rockets in his career. I don't want to say Marner just because I think Marner's the best overall player on that team. He's just in a slump right now. And it's definitely not Morgan Riley. You're proving that. You just gave him fucking $60 million. Uh, to relieve Cap, I don't see – I don't know who you can trade. Um, you've got a guy none like of those, – None of those five guys make sense to trade. I, I'd have to say Tavares, honestly. I know you're not going to like that. And I know he's captain. I know he's got a full move. And I know that's his home. So I, I don't see how you can move him. But I, that's the only guy right now that I think Toronto's looking to move. I think they move on from him. As a Leafs fan who knows a lot more about the Leafs than most people. Yeah, me included. So so I'm going to say Justin Hall makes $2 million a year. Oh, I like Hall, though. 
I was a good player. How and he's be worth replaced. it. I find him worth it for two million. He's scratched. Is he's he? been playing absolute ass this year. Oh, he has the most turnovers on team. I think he's pretty well gone. I look at a guy like Kerfoot, who I like. Um, yeah, I think he makes two. Kerfoot. He makes two and a half mil or three mil, whatever it is. I think they move on from him, and then you got a guy like Pierre Engvall, who's just like a bottom six forward at his best, and he makes one point four mil. This was also on before the cap, like COVID stuff. Yeah. Like every other leaf still when they anticipated the cap to be going like eighty eight million dollars by now when it's really like still eight eighty one. Yeah. So I think Engvall, Kerfoot, and Hall. Yeah, I think he definitely can move on from Kerfoot. He's almost invisible. It's only the pa- he's a good PK guy though. Penalty kill. He's really good on like, penalty kill. I like him on the penalty kill. And Nick Ritchie um, too, because Nick Ritchie's a bum. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Nick Ritchie never really stood out to me as like a great player. No, he's not. How much is uh, Richie making? I think he's like two and a half. Jesus, man. And he doesn't. He got one point this year, so he's he's gone next year. Let's be realistic. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. He definitely doesn't last two years in Toronto. No fucking um, way. I don't think you move Hall because defensemen are hard to find. He looks like he gels with that team. He's just might be having a bad year this year or something. Yeah. So we'll I see. think you give him time. I think Kerfoot you could move, but you got to bring back a guy that's can fill I think that they found to... somebody to replace Hall, though. Who? That's Lilligren. Yeah. Lilligren's going to play a big role in that defense in years to come. Oh, fuck. The heartbeat monitor's going off. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah great question, man. That's a that's a great question. Yeah. I don't it's know if one answer. Move. Yeah, how much is Mrazek and Jack Campbell making? I think Mrazek's around four and Jack Campbell's around a million, but Campbell's contract's up this year, so he also needs a raise. Fuck, man. He's going to get paid. He's going to get four like or five he deserves. mil. He's not going to get paid like he deserves, but he's going to get paid. He's, he'll be four or five mil for probably three yeah, or four and years. Yeah, and then I think that ages badly, too. I think Mrazek goes after this year. I don't know. I think, oh man, I don't think Campbell is one of the goalies that stays around in the league he for got a lot to, longer. He got to, man, because he's playing – He's consistent, man. He's consistent. Yeah, but I don't know. There's something about Campbell that screams at me that he's only going to have, like, three good years, and then he's just going to go back to what he was before. Yeah, well, time will tell, I guess. Yeah. Mm. What what an amazing story, man. I love fucking Jack Campbell, though. Red Lobster. Loves it. Loves Red Lobster, man. Fuck. (laughs) Um, Yeah, great question, man. I'd like to hear someone who actually knows, um, like, a beat writer or something for the Leafs to see what they'd have to say, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting question. Uh, Vancouver. Next up, does Pedersen score more than point per game this year? No. I Ouch. think he's. I think he's close to point per game. I think he's like three points under, four points under. Yeah. I think that's where he stays for most of his career, near point per game. Really? I don't see him being. Fuck, yeah, man. I, don't, I don't see him, man, as being a ninety-point guy. Nah, man, he definitely is. Come on, he's a. Uh... I don't think he scores point per game this year, but he's got to. He's got to at some point break out and just have like we'll 90 or 100, and then he's too good not to. There's a reason he only gets six and a half mil or whatever it is. Yeah, and that well, that was based on pass play. He'll uh, he'll earn all that money and more. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't know. I just think he's just not a, a, a – I think he's really good. I think he's a first-line center, but I don't think he's a first-line center who wins any awards. We'll see about that. I fucking know Pedersen is going to go off at some point. 
I don't know when. Me and you have a lot of different opinions. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah, I know. Well, I wouldn't want to talk to someone who just agrees with everything I say. That'd be too boring. I want to hear different perspectives. Yeah. All right. I like that. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Time will tell Um, again. (laughs) Time will tell. That's geez. Time always tells. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Anyways, my second last question for you. I got Ottawa. Does Pierre Dorian actually think the Senators will make the playoffs this year? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think he, I think he knows that they won't, but I think he wants to give the fans a show because the fans have suffered there for probably like six years now. It's been rough in Ottawa, so mm-hmm. I think he, uh, I think the I same think he thing. He just wants to show the fans, you know, a bit of flash, but they're I trying think to he win. Knows in the back of his head, that they're not, they're not. Yeah, I think two years. I, I think they're on the same timeline as LA and Detroit. I think in five years, all of yeah. those three teams and Anaheim too will be mm-hmm. serious cup contenders and making runs. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So two years. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I don't know. It's weird though, because they've got good players, man, that a lot of people passed on and just said, uh, I don't know, like Norris, Batherson, um, Shabbat, they're too young. Like a, yeah, they're too young right now, but they got a lot of good players there, man. Yeah. And they can right. score right now, so. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Nah. Buffalo over Ottawa. My, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my second last question for you um, is in Vegas. And did losing Flurry hurt Vegas more than people think? As everybody did, said, man. yeah, man, they haven't looked the same. And I know they're they're without Mark Stone and Pacioretty right now. And that's why the scoring is so low. But Flurry was a big part of that team's identity, man. Yeah, you, you just don't do what they did, especially the way they did it. So, I don't know. I, I kind of hope they don't do good this year. <laughs> no, I, I always don't. think it's good to see Vegas doing good. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, yeah, you know, for sure. if they're in on Jack Eichel trade, we'll see. But we talk about There's Jack Eichel no every week way. and nothing happens. That's I what think they're reporting. Would love now. to play in Vegas, though. All the That's same. what they're reporting now. They're reporting that um, Vegas is talking to Buffalo. I don't I see another team Instagram. that could take them. Also, Anaheim was in conversation. Anaheim's got good forward or centers coming up too. They got Zegers mm-hmm. and McTavish as their one too. I don't see them because that'd be good for right now or the next couple of years. But then eventually, you're gonna have one of them either playing the wing or third line. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to we trade one, right? So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. My last question for you. The old Canadians. Yes, sir. Let me see what I got right. Are the Montreal Canadians going to be remembered as a team that had that one good year? This group itself, this version of the Montreal Canadians. Obviously, man, they're they're not gonna be like remember for anything else. Like I think this is the, I don't know. That was the only high the Canadians are gonna have until they just tear it down. And I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say Price is Canadians. I know he's injured right now, but the Price Canadians are they gonna be remembered for that one year? Oh, I think they they've also got went? the run in like twenty. What was it? Fourteen when uh, when Kreider yeah, ran Price. Price yeah, got was... injured, and then. Dustin Dekarski had to come in. And, or was it Dustin Dekarski? I think so. And then Ultimately, he had to come in. Just like, I don't know. 
I think ultimately in the end it's going to be looked at. This is was their chance with Price. Do you think they ever get close with Price again? Not even close. Not even remotely. I mean, Price is the biggest part of that team. He's their, I don't know, cornerstone. He's the one they rely on. I think uh, I think it's going to be hard to do good in Montreal without Price or even look at that jersey and not think of Price or to see someone else in net. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think their cup – I think the run in 2014 and the run in 2020 is going to be the two years where, I don't know, it could their high happen. points. Yeah. I, I don't think they'll get up, and I can't see a run in the past that was as significant as the one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. What do you think? I think exactly what you said, actually. I can't argue with you on that one. Yeah, because uh, until this year, everybody, like I'd say to my friends, like Habs fans, like, oh, man, Habs are shit. And it's like, if we didn't <laughs> fucking lose Price in 2014, we would have won the cup and stuff when uh, yeah, when yeah. Kreider ran Price and injured him. Uh, Every well, team ran, got just, their excuses. Yeah, just bumped into him or took out his knee or something. Or, you know, yeah. whatever Carter done. So, yeah. Everybody got their excuses, buddy. Every Leafs got a lot of excuses built up over the years. I got one. I got Detroit's a young team. That's all I got. Yeah, all right. Whenever they're not doing good, dude, Detroit can get blown out. One team did nothing. And I'd be like, they're young. What are you going to do? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Good question, man. Yeah, I, I didn't think about, like, I think about what I think about the Habs now but not what I think about the Habs in like 20 years or something when I look back and think about this era of the Canadians. Yeah. So it's a yeah. good question. Look at us ending off on Canadian teams. I got Winnipeg here. Uh, how many goals will Kyle Connor score this year? He was one of the uh, three stars of the week. 40. 40. 40, 40, 40 goals. 42. I mean, 40. 43. Yeah, something like that. That's possible. I think he's a high 30s guy. I don't know. Yeah. I he think gets, he's going to reach 40 he gets a lot of assists. He he's he just got a laser guy, shot, but he's got a great shot. I don't know if his shot's hard, but it's fast. And yeah, accurate for sure. Yeah, and he's not one. He's not one of the guys just to sit on one of the wings and just tee off one timers. You know, like Ovi Kucherov and Stamkos or something. Mm-hmm. He's he kind of plays like Matthews. He just doesn't have he's a deadly nifty. shot. Yeah, he's always like it's just fast. In around the shoots the puck, it's just like off. His stick releases really quick, so. I can see yeah. 40. I'm going to say 43 goals for Kyle Connor and probably like 50 assists. I can see him having an 80, 90 point year. Like he's that good. I think he'll have, I think he'll have uh, more than point per game. I think he'll be like 85 or something for sure. Yeah. Cause I think he's just going to rack up the assists. He's, I don't know. He's weird. He's got like, he's a great scorer, but he's a pass first guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the guy gets like 50 assists and 30 something goals, I think. Would be a good number for him. That's yeah, I can see that definitely. Yeah, that's a good question, man. Hey, great question, man. This is a this is a bit of fun. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it was fun. All right, let's uh let's send off the the listeners if there's any left. Um, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, guys. This is another week of the Hockey Tank Podcast. Uh, I hope you have a yeah. happy Halloween. Hope you get lots of trick or treaters, or if you're still trick or treating, I hope you get lots of candy. Uh, follow <laughs> us on. Uh, Instagram, Instagram YouTube. for updates and uh, subscribe to us on YouTube for um, pretty much the same content you just listened to but if you just want to be a beauty and you can also subscribe yes sir see you next week see you next week guys <laughs>